Hey folks, what's up? Before this week's episode, I wanted to let you know real quick about Cracklefest 9. Emerald City Comic Con and nerd rock artist Kirby Crackle are proud to present Cracklefest 9, a night of nerd rock happening Friday, March 15th at Hard Rock Seattle. Cracklefest is the annual nerd rock concert and showcase during Emerald City Comic Con weekend, now in its ninth year. This year's lineup features rapper, comic writer, podcaster, and retired paperboy word burglar, the mighty acoustic nerd rock super duo Megathruster, and of course, the pioneer of nerd rock Kirby Crackle to close out the night. Tickets are on sale now at kirbycracklemusic.com, hosted by me, the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Join us for this celebration of music and comedy with exclusive Cracklefest 9 merch, theme specialty drinks, and get nerd rocked while you're at it. Doors are at 8, shows at 8.30, 21 and over only. Advanced tickets are 15 bucks, 18 at the door. Kirby Crackle, Mega Thruster, Word Burglar, and me. Cracklefest 9 at Hard Rock Seattle, Friday, March 15th, during Emerald City Comic Con weekend. KirbyCrackleMusic.com Mike Cyber Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I'm at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you could write into the mailbag, Radio at gmail.com. And the spelling on that is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, exactly the way that it sounds. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. And we're gathered here for a uh, very special episode entitled... The Predator still sucks. <laughs> yeah, we're what? Uh, four months late. Well, or or alternatively, it's it. Well, no, it. I was going to say it's just recently out on video, but we don't have that either because yeah, that was that was back, a month ago. That was a month ago. Yeah, no, we uh we were just so incensed by this movie that uh that me and my guest Killing Spree uh wanted to get back together and uh uh do some more unpacking on uh the Predator and well, that was because there were some news on alternate endings, but I suppose we'll get to that when we get to the end. Yeah, I I think so. I think I think we'll just uh uh kind of couch that for a hot sec, but th- but that was as as my recollection is that's what really kind of cuz i mean we're we were kicking around uh doing this as a separate episode anyway kind of spurned on by the fact that this happened to be atop of both of our worst of 2018 movie lists and we spent about half of that episode uh, bitching about the predator and it's like wait a sec well let's come back and and dissect this a little more and then uh, sometime after Christmas, it's like, oh hey, uh, we we found some footage of this uh, unused alternate ending, and then it's like, oh wait, there's more. I mean, it's like uh, it gets, it just gets worse. 
Oh, uh, but yeah, Spree, like you said, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll unpack those um, in due course as we go. So I guess I don't know. Um, um, aside from jumping straight into the plot, um, why is this movie so bad? I guess just as the, the writing, I think it's the writing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, because like, well, I mean, and. I was going to say that it's almost competently directed, but it's not. Not really. Um, the uh, and the editing is god awful. I mean, like there, there. It feels like there's entire swatches of the movie that are just missing. You know, it's like you know, like these these weird jump cuts that go from scene to scene. There are things that that straight out don't make any sense from an editing standpoint. So I, I know in a pre-show we were we were talking, um, you know, a handful of different outcomes of like you know how how this movie could be better, and it's I, I don't know. It seems like it goes out of its way to. Uh, not do any of those things that would be satisfying for well, uh, for do, fans. Do we want to talk about how this movie could be good first or save that for after the plot? Why don't we do that now? Uh, because I think once once we get into the plot, we'll just kind of like go oh, through well, it. Right, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, we'll probably bounce back. That's true, that's true. So uh, when we last talked about The Predator, I was mentioning how this movie starts off no different than uh, the comic book Bad Blood that I had you skim through. Yeah. Where it's pre- one predator being chased by another predator ship. Mm-hmm. And they crash on Earth, or one of them crashes on Earth, and mayhem ensues in the comic. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a one-shot... Just a just a single self-contained story. So, I mean, we're we're kind of touching on the mythology, you know, the larger tapestry of uh, predator mythology, but it's not as beholden to you know Easter eggs and things like that. And I right. think that's where where this movie, The Predator, kind of gets bogged down a bit. Is like you know we're we're kind of going out of our way to touch on a bunch of different stuff uh, that have happened in some of the other sequels. And uh, one of the things that well, I, I had a couple takeaways when I when I skimmed through uh, Bad Blood. One, that's a really cool book, and I I think I need to go check out that uh, uh, Omnibus uh, Volume Three uh, from Dark Horse. That, that's got some really cool stuff in it. And I imagine the individual issues of Bad Blood aren't hard mm-hmm. to track down. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, but it was so weird because like, you know, even like just going through like the first, I don't know, maybe like two, maybe three pages, it really does kind of start off in the same way that the Predator does. Yeah. Where as I'm just going through each page, I'm like, is this kind of the same story? Because like there are some weird similarities. Yeah, but uh, since you didn't actually read it, uh, what it does different is the Predator that was being chased down is a mm-hmm. psychopath right he he just kills for the sake of killing he even kills other predators in fact one of the uh he wears uh sk- skulls on himself mm. and, and for a shoulder pad he has a predator skull yeah so he's being chased down by uh what i've seen refer i've seen them referred to as uh enforcer predators okay basically like uh u.s marshals i guess yeah like they're they're chasing him down to, to kill him mm-hmm and they they sh- they shoot his ship. It, his ship crashes on Earth. 
and uh, he just goes around killing for the sake of killing. Right. He, he, like, there's no honor in it. He, he'll kill you if you're armed or disarmed. Mm-hmm. And the, the enforcer predators, they send down one predator to track him down and kill him, and they fight. Bad blood overtakes him and kills uh, the enforcer predator, and then our, our unlikely heroes <laughs> are the ones that end up killing the bad predator, just like in The Predator. Yeah. Except the pr- in The Predator, the one that's being chased is the good predator, apparently. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean that that's still like a weird plot twist that makes no sense because one one of the one of the huge problems with the predator is you don't know who to root for because everybody is pretty awful. I mean, you know, whether it's the the human characters, because I mean, they're you know portrayed as you know uh, uh, mercenaries and folks with uh, uh, mental problems and and you know, they're, I mean, like they're they're, they're gimmick wrestlers. <laughs> I like that. Wait, and even uh you know like the 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 main guy um you know uh Boyd uh Boyd Holbrook's character, you know he he's not charismatic, he's not likable. You know, he's he's kind of a dick and kind of an asshole and he, he's acting like uh uh Royce in Predators, uh, Adrian Brody's uh character. Uh-huh. But less cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, there, I think there are times where like he's trying to be cool, and it just doesn't work. Like, I mean, push me again, I'll break your neck. He's like, ah, oh, that was dumb. Well, and and you uh, you had mentioned you were critical of the writing, and um, it's it it's so weird because it it's it's um it's simultaneously underwritten. But it's also overwritten, like with like like the dialogue and and it's one, it's really clunky Two, it's uh, very expository. I mean, like we're just info dumping uh, left and right, but it's it, it it's way too quippy. You know, it's like I, I like quippy dialogue. I mean, that's that's why I like Shane Black movies. You know, because I I like that 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 dark humor and you know uh, quirky eccentric characters and things like that. But it's like, and I and I think I said this when we talked about it back in December. But this feels like a Shane Black cover band. It's like it's like they uh, like 20th Century Fox found like a discount Shane Black and said, okay, well we want you to make this movie like Shane Black would. Um, and, and same thing with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Fred Decker, you know, it's like, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm black and Decker. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm just, I'm puzzled still, even now. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm outraged, I'm frustrated, but I'm also puzzled that, you know, like coming from this pedigree that it does, how we just end up with this nightmarishly terrible mess of a movie. Cause I, some damn fool accused you of being the best. <laughs> that's pretty much what happens. Somebody accused Shane Black of being the best or really good. Mm-hmm. And we got Predator, the Predator. I mean, am I the only one that remembers Iron Man 3? Yeah, you know what? And and I've talked about this on, on different episodes with different folks. I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm hot and cold. I mean, kind of, kind of lukewarm on Iron Man 3. There, there are times that that I like it okay. I remember like when I first saw it, I wasn't 
all that keen on it because I, I think I, I really my, my panties were just wadded up about the twist about uh, with a Ben Kingsley character and, and the Mandarin. And I just I remember that that kind of really um, screwing with me a bit. But then but then, like, I watched it later. I'm like, that's the least of this movie's issue. Um, yeah, but- I remember when I. I got invited to see it with a mm-hmm. bunch of friends and after the movie, I almost looked over to my friend and just yelled at him. I was like, why did you invite me to this? <laughs> Thanks. For what did n- I do to you? <laughs> Thanks for nothing, asshole. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Iron Man 3, it's, it, it's not great. And I think, like, as time goes by, I think, um, I, I, I think it's aged poorly like a lot of some of the other earlier uh, uh, Marvel movies. Um, you know, I mean, you go back and try to sit through some of them, and it's like, this isn't all that great. Um, but that's that that's maybe a, um, a different conversation for, uh, for a different time. Um, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention about uh, Bad Blood, uh, the, the uh, Dark Horse Predator comic, is that even on a cursory look-through, Again, like there's there's like some like even like some specific imagery that that seems like that that the predator kind of borrows from. Like, I mean, like at one point, like, you know, the 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 psychopath predator is like, you know, covered in blood and stuff. And I'm wondering if like that's, you know, maybe where they got the inspiration for that scene well, where, you know, I, I just I, I mean, well, go ahead. I was going to correct you since you didn't re- uh, actually read it. He didn't. He wasn't covered in blood. He was covered in red paint. Oh, oh, that was from the paintballing. Okay, yeah, I I couldn't tell because I it, it looked like he had like torn somebody open already or something. But but that's that's what I get for uh, flipping through a comic book I had never seen before. Like like just a couple minutes before we start no, recording. I, like, so. I want to correct him, but it's like he didn't actually read it, so I shouldn't get mad. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being polite. That's awesome. All right, man. Well, I I guess I mean so. Any other? Um, well, one other. Chain or fix that could have made this movie better mm-hmm. would be a follow up to Predators. Yeah, you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to change it too much too much with the basic plot of the Predator. It's just instead of what we got, mm-hmm. you'd have a classic Predator being chased down by the the new uh, I guess they call them Super Predators. Okay, and just you know have a have a tribal feud mm-hmm. and just expand on that or expand what was. Uh, uh, lightly touched on in Predators. Yeah. Well, and, and it's interesting because, like, I mean, I, I feel like you can do Predators a couple different ways. I mean, or Predator movies a couple different ways. One, you can have them be sequels and, you know, have all of this, uh, you know, sequel bait, um, you know, touchstones and story threads and things like that. Or you can just have them be very self-contained stories. I mean, I think that's Predator 2 is a best of both worlds in that regard. I agree. You you read my mind because that that's what I was going to say because like we're touching on stuff and even I mean that's kind of the first mention of the 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 future tie-in with uh with the alien universe and you know kind of, you know, establishing that they're kind of in the same continuity, but um but it's still not so slavish to the first one, at least reference wise, you know, because I think if yeah. Pre- if Predator 2 had been made today, it would be like we would have like all of these uh, references and story beats and things like that. Yeah, I'd imagine it'd be no similar to the uh, 
the Halloween reboot sequel that we got last year. Mm. Gotcha. Like directly tied to the first and blah blah blah. Yeah. But, which which that would be cool. I mean, do yeah. that. Yeah, like like I said, Predator Two was best of both worlds because it made very light references to or it acknowledges that Predator happened. Yeah, but none of the characters are back or from the first one are back. Right. It's a whole new story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really that's really all you need to do is uh, do standalone stories because even Pre- Predators was a standalone story. They made some reference to uh, or acknowledges that the first one happened. Exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, so you can go a couple different places from there. As you said, you can continue the thread with uh, the Super Predators, which in a way would make more sense than than what we're doing here with like the, this this garbage plot of like the hybridization and yeah. like DNA harvesting and and all this uh, all this other garbage. Um, or you just make it a super standalone type thing. I I think, honestly, the Predator kind of suffers for trying to cram in all of this other stuff. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't have mind the references. Mm-hmm. Or at least the ones that... Well, like, the references to past one-liners was dumb. Yeah. But the references to previous events is like, okay, I, that's the kind of stuff that they did in Predator 2 and Predators. Yeah. I don't mind that. But also, the story itself is stupid. Like, what they do... The, the 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 twist that you were talking about with the hybridization and whatnot like, yeah like that is just stupid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just all the other stuff is stupid <laughs> well you know and that um yeah you know and th- and that helps that be more specific in my mind i think yeah it was it was it was more the callbacks to the dialogue that i think bothered me because even like you know it's like um you know jake Busey shows up you know, as as Sean Keys, you know the the yeah. son of uh, you know uh, 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 Gary Busey's character in Predator Two, uh, Peter yeah. Keys. Yeah, I didn't mind that. I and, thought that was all right, and that was neat. And and the the thing that I enjoyed about it is that if you know that uh, that reference, it's there for you. If you don't. That's fine, too. But unlike a lot of like the dialogue stuff, they don't really bash you over the head and face with it. Yeah. It's like you either get it or you don't. Yeah, like, get to the choppers or you're one beautiful motherfucker. Like, uh, like oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but, uh, I, I tell you, man, there was some of this stuff that I've I it started to fade from my memory and you're just bringing it all back. God, I hate this movie. So, so bad. Should we just dive into the plot? I think so. So. I like that. You know, it's funny. That I, I get the feeling that um, this podcast is going to be peppered with um, you firing off a drop and then me just laughing for 10 seconds. Because that, yeah, I got some. That's just hilarious. I was telling you off air. I, yeah. I was rewatching the first two movies just mm-hmm. for uh, just for quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Get those get those drops. Get those uh, get those references. Oh man! So all right. So the movie opens up, and you know, like, uh, so this uh, this predator is flying in his uh, yeah. in, in his spaceship. Yeah, he's getting shot at, and mm-hmm. then he opens a rift in space and time, like a, I guess a wormhole or whatever you want to call it. Okay. And you can see Earth. And he travels through it, or our mm-hmm. hero predator travels through it, I should say. And Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Which which we really don't know, and yeah, still... at this point we don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like bad blood. Mm-hmm. Except for the uh, wormhole thing, but so yeah, the wormhole gets closed. Our 
the uh, the the predator that's chasing the other one loses them temporarily. Right. Then, then it cuts to uh, our hero predator ship crash landing on Earth while yep. uh, our hero uh, McKenna is yep. and his team are doing some op. Yeah, they're doing some sniper stuff. There's like some like you know uh, um, El Chapo looking uh, uh, drug people or something. Uh, so yeah, he, yeah, like, they're doing some kind of black ops. Yeah, the, and the predator, he's he attacks the people that are the uh, these Central American dudes or whoever they are. Yeah, cause, I mean, because doesn't the predator attack everybody? Yeah, he attacks everyone. Okay. And then, uh, for some reason, he has enough time to skin and string up some dude. Right. And McKenna, I'm trying to remember how exactly he Mm. saw him, but he shot at him, knocked him down, and the body split open. Yeah, well, there was a, a, I don't know if it was the same dude or not, but yeah, there's a dude that's like, suspended up by his legs and like the predator uh shoots at him shoots like i don't know if it's a laser bolt or a spinny blady thing but whatever it it chops him in half and then and then we're like doing this weird ass um black humor visual gag where it's like you know like top half falls off and then like after like a half hour then his guts start spilling out yeah the the predator's knocked down mm-hmm Gets covered in blood. You can see the outline of it, and then he opens his eyes, and you can see the eyes clear as day. Yeah, which I thought was cool. I yeah. mean, I mean, and and that's that's the thing. I shared this with you earlier when we were off the air. But one of the one of the main frustrations for me, aside from all the other stuff, is that like there are actually some legitimately cool visual gags yeah, in this, and and that was one of them. I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah this this first part of the movie. Uh, I recall as I was watching it, it was like, okay, we might be on to something. This might be all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> little, little did we know what. Uh, so, but yeah, what we were in for. But McKenna finds our hero predator's uh, escape pod or whatever, and yeah, he he finds the gauntlet. I don't know if this is before or after he deals with the predator, but he decides to put it on. Yeah, like you do, because I mean that's and, that's a good idea. And you and you remember how uh, the predator's cloaking ability, like he he had to use it through his uh, gauntlet, and if the gauntlet was damaged, then the the invisibility device was uh, damaged or couldn't be used. That was my recollection. No, it's uh, it's all part of a a little round ball that sure. our friend decides to swallow. Yeah. And see, and again, like the leaps of logic that this guy takes. One, why do you think it's a good idea to put on like the this foreign alien technology? And how does it fit? Why does it fit? I mean, because I mean, like the predators are huge. Exactly. I mean, there there is a notable size difference. I mean, it's like I mean, maybe, maybe there's some uh, maybe it's like those uh, floating devices that you, you have oh, kids wear in the pool and it just oh, expands. Sure. Yeah, there's like some like gel memory foam inside or something that expands. I out. don't know, but it, it's dumb. But yeah, he regardless, it's dumb. And then he has the 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 presence of mind to be like, oh yeah, so the it, it's the invisibility comes from this marble. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to swallow this thing. Yeah, he swallows that thing, but he sends the gauntlet and the predator mask right to his PO box because I guess he has the foresight to realize. 
government's going to take me. I need evidence in case they try to do something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, they do. They find him. And they take him to uh, whatever Stargazer. They're, they're, that's the name of the Oh, that's thing. right. Yeah. Yeah. So they take him to like this facility, basically, and, and yeah. question him. Yeah, they question him. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm just kind of like, why? Why are they going to kill him? Why don't they just kind of bring him in? And since he's he works for the government, he's a right. special op. Mm-hmm. You think they'd bring him in and bring him into the fold or whatever. Right. Or just straight up murder him on the street. You well, know, it's, well, it's like well, in- he, get, he gets saved. Or I mean, the reason he they don't kill him on the spot is Olivia Munn's character. But uh, speaking of Olivia Munn's character, uh, the way they introduce her is just so confusing well we we know now why part of that was because like there was this whole other scene that that's just no longer part of this movie yeah yeah but so uh when we when we cut to living on uh-huh she's got this look on her face like confused and disgusted type of look uh-huh we have no idea why mm-hmm. and then suddenly these government agents show up and they start talking to her it's like I, I don't remember the line of dialogue but it was just Stupid! I remember that much. Yeah, and it's like, can you come with us? Blah blah. blah. I was like, don't worry, we'll take care of your dog. And it's like, wait, she has a dog. Then they, they shut, pan the shot to the dog. And like, oh, she has a dog. Like so fucking confusing at the time. It's like, what's going on here? Yeah, it it's a mess. But uh, why it's a mess is because, like you said, there was a whole scene that was cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was being, I guess, the way they originally introduced her is like she's at a dog. Or she's walking her dog at a park. Yeah, or like at a dog park. And some and some dude just creeping on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that that would obviously lead to her being to have this disgusted look on her face. But that scene, that all that stuff got cut out because I guess uh, the actor that was uh, creeping on her has a criminal record relating to facilitating child sex stuff. Well, he's he from what I understand, he's like an actual registered sex offender. Um I, I don't I don't know like he, the like, extent of the charges or whatever, well, but he he didn't actually do anything. He was just kind of you know, like catch a catch a predator type of stuff. Like that he got oh, caught. Okay. He got caught before he could actually do Oh, it. okay. I gotcha. Either way, so the long after uh principal photography was done, um and all this done, Livia Monk catches wind of this and she raises a stink about it. Yeah. And 20th Century Fox basically like had their hands tied. Like, let's just just cut it out. Just cut it out. Yep. And I, gosh, I don't even remember how close to release it was. It but was leading up to release date. Yeah, I mean, it had I, to have been a month before. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to say like mid August or something like that. And it, and that's, I mean, I mean, pictures locked at that point. So in a sense, it it it, it makes the movie suffer even more because. Your first introduction to this character just makes no sense, and none of it makes any sense. And as a as a viewer, especially uh, going through it the first time, well, actually, why am I saying it for a first time? Because neither one of us have watched this movie since. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's just it, it, I just remember it being incredibly confusing and something where like I spent probably the next third of the movie not so much 
paying attention to what's happening in the movie, but trying to reconcile my own confusion because it gets even more confusing from there because like there's just like geographical leaps and just, I mean, just, just a whole bunch that doesn't make sense. But yeah, so, so we meet Olivia Munn's character and again, I, 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 I just I don't understand the stuff we're that we're doing with McKenna with a uh, Boyd Holbrook's character. It's just like, I mean, because I mean, you know, he's being all smartassed and 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 whatnot, and it it just seems like the plot is kind of stalled because like they're not going to kill this guy, but they're not going to bring him on either. They just kind of want him to go away. So just plot and story wise, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't really make any sense. So, so, so he, yeah, I think, bef- I think before he gets bust off, uh, uh, Olivia's brought into the lab where they have yep. the captured predator. Mm-hmm. And she gets to meet uh, Sterling K. Brown's character, who's kind of like the lead of this think tank research facility. Yeah, our mustache, our mustache twirling villain. Yeah, that you know, for for my money, doesn't do nearly enough mustache twirling. He does too much for my liking. Okay, gotcha. Well, because like it's one of those things. I I spent so much of this movie trying to figure out who's who. It's like, is this is this the big bad? Is he the main main bad guy? Am I rooting against this guy? Am I rooting for this guy? I don't oh. I don't really know. All all I know is that he has like this character trait of where he's like eating nicotine gum because he's trying to kick And, and that goes nowhere. Yeah, and it's like do something with that. I mean, I I'm fine with a character having like, you know, some kind of like distinguishing tick or something like that. I mean, like like for example in like Predator, you know, you have, you know, Jesse Ventura, you know, like he chews. And, you know, they they make a plot point of that like a couple different times of, you know, like where he's spitting it and just that, you know, it's it, it's it's a trait of his character. And I thought they were going to do something with this, but they I, never do. They but don't. Anyway. Uh, mm. So they they're telling Olivia about the Predator and they show off their uh, display case of right stuff from previous Predator movies. Except for one of the Predator masks that's exactly like the one that McKenna took. Yeah. It's like, why wasn't it City Hunter's mask? Right. Now, okay, so um, we've mentioned this in other episodes before, so I'm not going to dwell too much. You're definitely well more versed in the lore than I am. Like, I mean, I like these movies fine. Um uh, but but I I wouldn't say that I'm a student of the franchise. Right. Um. But my question for you is is like, are those artifacts in the cases like specifically from other movies? Well, Could you identify those and say, uh, oh yeah, that's that guy's they, staff. they have they have Jungle Hunter's mask. Mm-hmm. They have a plasma caster that's just like Jungle Hunter's. Okay. Uh, they have the combi stick from Predator Two. Okay. Um. Let's see what else. They have Lex's uh, makeshift spear from Alien versus Predator. Okay, so the, the one with the alien tail at the end. Yeah. See. Okay. I thought I saw that. They. What else did they have? Um, for some reason, well, they have a picture of City Hunter when he's climbing the skyscraper. Okay. I can buy that because you know maybe somebody's from a building overseeing somebody climbing. He's like, oh, this is weird. I got to take a picture of this. Yeah. Yeah. I can buy that, but for some reason, they have a picture of Jungle Hunter. So it's like, who took that picture? Wow. Yeah, see, I, I, I must have missed that because that, that's garbage. <laughs> and, and like I said, they have a mask that's just like our hero predator's mask mm-hmm. that he came with. It's like, 
where 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 did they get that? Why right. they should it should have just been City Hunter's mask because City Hunter lo- uh, lost it in the during the uh, in the the slaughterhouse scene. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he loses that in Predator Two, not on the Predator ship. So yeah, it sh- that kind of checks out that that would just be an artifact that they could be picked up. So, so yeah, yeah, that's like I said er, uh, earlier in the episode. That mm. that's the kind of references I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, yeah, so she gets a look at the the predator, our hero predator, and she's like, "One beautiful motherfucker." It's like, ah, oh, the cringe. My back is breaking. It was so bad. Well, and and even I I don't remember if it was before or after that line, but like, but her and Sterling K. Brown go on like this whole dialogue quippy snappy thing about like hey uh do you want to see a predator and she's like why do they call it a predator it's oh. like the way it behaves it's more like a hunter why aren't we i mean i mean I, I i swear that that sequence went on for like two minutes it shouldn't have happened to begin with because it's fucking stupid yeah it, just when you apply basic logic a cat is a predator sure they kill for the sake of killing absolutely uh, and th- so that do you call that not hunting i mean that that's what Predators do. They hunt. Well, and and to me, it. it I mean, I mean, a, a yeah. fucking lion doesn't walk up to a zebra. Is like, hey, I'm hungry. Mind if I take a bite? <laughs> and the zebra's like, oh, I'd rather you didn't. But since you asked, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it doesn't. They hunt. God yeah. fucking damn it, this movie. Mm. Well, and and it feels to me, especially when it comes back around later in the movie, um, because I I think we call back to that joke like two more times at least, um, but. The thing that bothers me is like uh, again I I I've mentioned that the screenplay feels overwritten at times and this is one of those examples of what I'm what I'm thinking about is like you know it's like it almost feels like fan fiction where like you know in in fan fiction people will go out of their way to try to justify uh uh, conventions of the of the franchise like you know if you're if if you're like checking out some like Bubba Fett fan fiction I bet you almost all of them will have a story about why he's got a dent in his helmet you know just just dumb stuff like that yeah exactly um but yeah so and and them just you know kind of trying to be clever with the title of the titular franchise that I mean because I mean correct me if I'm wrong I don't think canonically we've heard Predators refer to as uh, predators, right? In Predator Two, Keeves, I think he calls it a predator, but that's just more okay. like to describe what it is. Yeah, see, or, or because they don't have an actual name for it. Yeah, and and it kind of works again based upon its behavior. Um, but with with uh, with Sterling K. Brown, when we when he's talking about he he he's referring to it almost like in a Star Trek kind of way, where it's almost like, oh, these are Klingons, these are Romulans, these are predators, you know. And I just I I just did not like that. Oh yeah, so uh, they an- an- analyze this predator's DNA and they find it's got human DNA in it, uh. and. There's this whole thing like Livy's like, I can't remember what led up to or the exact dialogue that led up to it. It was basically like, you want me to find out if someone had sex with a predator? And they're all like, yeah. But it's just like, oh, man, this is stupid. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be funny. It's like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. See, and and that's the thing. It's like, are these jokes? Because it's not working. I, I just I don't. 
And I don't remember. Well, and and of course we're getting like oh, it's so weird because like the movie tries to be gratuitous in that like you know it's like you have to like you know strip down and do like you know a decam a decontamination shower and right. all of that. But I mean, and and not to you know not not be uh, lecherous and gross about it, but like if you're if you're going to go for that level of exploitation then fucking do it mm-hmm. you know it but it's like it felt to me like we're 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 doing something exploitative but with pg-13 sensibilities and and i'm not saying that you know i'm advocating it's like oh i better see some tits or i want to see some ad-. it's not that but that's the way that you're setting it up and it's like if you're doing it for that way you have two choices one do it or don't do it. I mean, it's just like I mean, the the whole thing is just kind of pointless. It just, yeah. I I just so, so um, we're probably going to jump all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, uh, our head government agent. I'm already forgetting his name. I don't really care to remember his character name. God damn it. But, oh, uh, uh, yeah, it w- we'll find it. I, I, I'm, I, because I've got like the wiki plot up here, and I'm not seeing it at a glance. Oh, uh, so um, Terriger looks like I, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, we know who. We're but anyway, ta- he, I get Olivia finds out about uh, McKenna, and mm-hmm. she wants to talk to him, right? Which is what why they don't haul him off, or but. Well, they already they put him on the bus already at that point, right? Yeah, they did. So he meets our uh, our cast of gimmick wrestlers. <laughs> I'm never gonna not laugh at that. I just think that's funny. Yeah, because yeah, everybody has like like a dumb, goofy. Yeah, you you have our you have the comedian because he can't he's coping with PTSD. Uh, you have the Bible thumper. Uh huh. You have uh, stereotypical Tourette's. Yeah. And you have our cool cat. I hate all this. I hate all of these characters. Well, and that's the thing, too, because, I mean, again, going back to Predator the first, you know, it's like you have like, I mean, granted, they're like, you know, a crack special forces team. But none of them are gimmicky. Exactly. I mean, what what was Max gimmick? Uh, being Bill Duke. <laughs> well, I mean, or, he, he, or, he had like the, the tick of like, you know, he was using like the, the, uh, disposable razor all the time. But it wasn't like a character defining in any exactly. way. Or, it, it was, it was just texture. Yeah. And Predator 2 for, also doesn't have that problem. Like what was, no. uh, Danny Boy's gimmick? Uh, he had a cool, cool necklace and a, and a, and a, and a cool derby hat. <laughs> <laughs> and just being Ruben Blades, I guess. Oh, yeah, and with, uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, Maria Chiquina Alonso as the girl <laughs> or something. You know, you know but I, I'm not making my point very well. Um, but, no, it was, yeah, it's like all of these characters are just so gimmicky and overwritten. It's like, I mean, just have these people just be people. You know, or or soldiers or mercenaries or something. But it makes it laughable because i mean again during that that sequence on the bus it's like am i supposed to be laughing at this stuff um because i mean like we're even like you know stretching really really hard like especially with uh uh keegan michael key's stuff where he keeps talking about like you know like he's telling yo mama jokes but it's like through through the kaleidoscope of kind of what ironically enough shane black's character was doing in predator one 
but it's like none of it lands, and it's all garbage. Yeah, the, the Predator one, the those the, the pussy jokes in Predator landed because mm-hmm. you you had uh, Billy as the straight man. Yeah, yeah, and like, like Billy's reaction is what sold him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm laughing about that now because, like, I mean, and and it and it's a payoff because, like, that one that, like, uh, you know, Billy actually laughs. He does like this booming, almost frightening belly laugh because you know it's like he finally, you know, told a Hawkins finally told a joke that, that lands. <laughs> I guess I should have expected that one. <laughs> I, I I apologize. I didn't feel the setup coming. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it's 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 just garbage. So um so yeah, so uh, McKenna's on the bus with all all these uh all all these uh dead meats, including I mean again, like it, it's it's frustrating. Like, I mean, I like Keegan Michael Key. You know, I mean, I think I think he's fine. And, uh, you know, Thomas Jane, I can kind of, you know, take or leave. Um, You know, he's occasionally okay, But it's like it's one of these things. It's like, what are you people doing in this movie? Because, I mean, like it has this kind of low budget sensibility, but we still have folks like those two and Olivia Munn. And and I mean, I guess, uh, you know, Boyd Holbrook is is relatively cheap, but still it's like why why bring in people that are people if, if that oh and, and sterling king brown i mean like you know he's not great in this movie but i mean he's a you know i mean he's a several time over uh golden globe winner i mean he's a he's a legit good actor and 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 everybody is just wasted in here from from like a performance standpoint like i said earlier it's the writing that hurt this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because i mean I don't know if I can make the case for these people are doing the best they can with what they have. I don't know because I mean, again, like the direction and editing and writing does them no favors. So it, it it's tough to figure out um, who to blame here. So, so we got the introduction. Yep. Uh, I think it goes back to the lab, the predator. I don't remember this, but I was mm. reading or watching a review about it. And they were saying the predator wasn't, really restrained like one minute he's on the table and the next he's just getting up and or he getting out yeah i i i couldn't sharpshoot that or confirm it but it did seem like he just kind of yeah got up he just just woke up and just started murdering people yeah some really dumb i i totally forgot this until i watched the video review but some dude with a rifle ran up to the predator was like right next to him then lifted up the rifle he's like it's a long-range weapon. Come on now. <laughs> like, even a pistol, you don't need to get right up next to it. Right. Right. But no, I mean, the, the Predator just murders everybody. Everybody. And then Olivia's hiding in the... Or she's trying to get out, but she has to go through the, uh, the decontamination de- thing. Yeah, so... The, so exploitation, the exploitation stuff. Right, but we're not doing... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's just... I Again, I don't I don't get the point of that. What 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 are we doing with that? I guess it, it's supposed to build tension or whatever. Okay, but but I mean, just like, does it add narrative tension if she's cowering in a corner naked as as opposed to hiding in a corner fully clothed? I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess I'm I guess not sure. You, I guess when she's naked, it it it's a it visually shows the vulnerability. Mm, okay. 
I, I, I could buy off on that, sure. But anyway, it's you know nothing's going to happen to her because if you know Predator lore, Predators don't kill unarmed people. Right. There's no, it's, it's, there's no sport. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder if that's the thing like where we're just kind of trying to hold the audience's hand, you know, where it's like, you know, she's she's as unthreatening as she can be. But so yeah, the predator finds her, looks her looks her down. And I, I'm thinking of a line from Predators. Like, your ass is awesome. <laughs> oh man. And so the predator just 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 it's like I got other people to kill. And, and and just and just leaves. He just wipes out all the military people in that in that base. Mm-hmm. Which you know, and, and again, I I talked earlier about some of the the visual gags being pretty good. I mean, I I I can't think of one specifically off the top of my head right now. But one of one of my takeaways from watching this movie is you know some of the kills are pretty cool. Yeah, uh, our hero predator at least, but. I'm just thinking, like, how incompetent are these guys? Because I remember yeah. in, when I was watching uh, Predator today, mm-hmm. uh, preparing sound bites or whatever, you had Mac and everybody opening up oh, on yeah. that jungle. And uh, Jungle Hunter got got hit. Mm-hmm. These guys couldn't do shit, right? And and it's like their facility, and like the you know they have. I mean, I would imagine like the equivalent of like an army there. Um, yep. Or, or at least a, as much of an army as a budget of eighty-eight million dollars would let you have, yeah. because it seems like at, at sometimes there's a lot of soldiers, and then other times not a lot of soldiers. <laughs> they kind of come and go. Yeah, as... and... So yeah, this is going on. Then mm-hmm. the our hero McKenna decides we need to get out, right? And uh, so uh, they stage a. Uh, a riot with uh, God. Uh, I don't even remember who started it, but they set off a uh, Tourette's. Yeah, it it really doesn't matter because yeah, it's it's just a it's just an exploitative mess. So yeah, Tourette's goes off and he's faking choking somebody out, and so mm-hmm. the the bus guards try to break it up, and then they they get overtaken. Blah blah blah. We've seen this in so many other movies. Yeah, like I think you. Uh, U.S. Marshals, I think, did something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Better movie. Much better movie. <laughs> anyway, they overtake the bus, and they're like, we're getting out of here. Fuck this shit. Yep. And uh, so then it becomes- Keeves, like, Keeves Jr. Yeah. didn't die, and he's like, don't let him escape, or he's saying this to Munn or whatever, and mm-hmm. so Munn gets herself a tranquilizer rifle, because- because that would somehow subdue the Predator, but the tranks or whatever they were using to subdue the Predator before clearly didn't work. Right. But anyway, she's chasing down the Predator. It's like, is she really going to get this guy? She's going to shoot him down? Whatever. She's, she's, and she's keeping pace with it, the fucker. Yeah. So it becomes like this weird, like simultaneous chase thing. Like, like the, the Predator is escaping from the facility with Olivia Munn, superhuman Olivia Munn in uh, in hot pursuit, keeping pace. Meanwhile, the bus is, is escaping as well. And th- this is something that's also confusing. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is there a whole bus of these uh, these mischiefs at, a, at some secret base? Right. At this particular facility. 
I mean, it's like, are, are they like sharing resources? Was this bus like on its way through already? Because again, all of these other miscreants are already on there when they throw McKenna on there. So it's like, are they stopping by to pick him up? It, it, it the plot it, demands it. Yeah. And, and, but again, it's like one of those things. It just, it, it literally makes no sense. Because, but, like, you know, they, they wouldn't have, like, these other prisoners at this particular facility because that's not what they're doing at this facility. It's like, you know, it's it's like the Predator Exploratory Division or, or whatever. Yeah. So uh, the Predator gets a little bit ahead of everybody and uh-huh. the bus is now chasing it down. Mm-hmm. And Livy Munn jumps on the bus and it's like, oh, this is going to be... Don't tell me she's going to land and make a perfect shot or whatever, but... But she, she slips and shoots herself in the foot. Uh-huh. And I'm just thinking, man, if Skeletor was watching this movie... Yeah, just like a woman. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Things you cannot get away with today. That is not okay. <laughs> that was a kid's cartoon. That was a kid's cartoon in the 80s. <laughs> I gotta keep this one just just in case. It... But, but no, yeah, she she tranquilizes herself. Wow. She gets taken out, and our our heroes stop the bus next door yeah. or whatever, and they're just fucking around. I don't even. Remember. It was like get to the chopper. Yeah, yeah. Well, McKenna was like get to the choppers. There was a a bunch of motorcycles lined up. Yep. It's like oh that's convenient. Also a stupid callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's one of those ones where we're going out of our way. It's like it's like they they wrote the the script around that joke. You know, it's like, well, okay, well, if we put these motorcycles here, and you know, just to create this situation for him specifically to say, get to the choppas, and it's yeah. and, and it's not even the right fucking line. It's it's supposed to be choppa singular. <laughs> But, yeah, but I mean, it's like they can't even get that right. But. Well, stupid callbacks are stupid callbacks. But so anyway, some some cannon fodder agent dude shows shows up. Mm. He's got orders to kill Mun now for some reason. Right, but why? Who could know? So this is yeah one of many mustache twirling that our our lead villain is doing, mm-hmm. and our heroes save her, and they. They fuck off. The Predator catches up to a uh, an army vehicle, or and he he jumps in the back. He just takes out everybody. Mm-hmm. And also, and they have a callback to uh, AVP in there. Oh, with the shuriken weapon that he was using. Oh, okay. That's straight out of uh, AVP one. Got it. So so anyway, the driver's like, "Hey, what's going on back there?" And the predator just grabs one of the a severed hand, makes shifts a uh, thumbs up, and he just pokes the hand through. It's like, oh, this is supposed to be funny, but god yeah. damn it! Yeah, would uh, would 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 you look down your nose at me if I said that I actually chuckled at that? A little, <laughs> okay, and 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 deservedly so. But that's I think it was one of those ones because like I think. It was maybe at that moment where I realized how absurd this movie actually is. And I don't know. I I, I can't explain it because it doesn't make any sense. But I, I actually chuckled at that. I'm like, <laughs> because, I mean, again, none of it makes sense. Because, right. like, he would have to, 
form the hand into the yeah it's like it doesn't make any sense but it was it was just i don't know um but yeah it's again this predator is just murdering everybody it comes across yeah so uh i don't know if this comes next but we're introduced to uh weaponized autism yeah um because yeah, and I was I was trying to remember, and the the wiki plot didn't necessarily help me because I'm trying to figure out at what point uh, McKenna uh, interacts with his son, and we see that basically he, um, oh no, like so, like the wife has gotten like some kind of notification that there's like stuff at the PO box, so she goes to pick it up, she brings it back to her house, and like the. Uh, the the uh, son who we discover is autistic basically oh. finds this stuff. No, no. Uh, well, is that all much later? Am I am I getting that? I confused? think you're getting it a little out of order. Okay, we're, very we're good. We're introduced to uh, McKenna's son at his school. Oh, okay, yeah. That, so that's where I'm getting so all we turned have our, around. So we have some stereotypical bullies. Oh yeah. Pull a fire alarm. So everybody, or McKenna's sons. In some chess club or whatever. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm remembering this. Everybody now. screws off, but the the fire alarm. It's kind of, I guess, McKenna's son can't handle the noise because of his autism, and he's just sure. kind of cowering in the corner, just kind of covering mm-hmm. his ears. Mm-hmm. And the teacher just walks off. We see him on camera walking off. Just he leaves. He's in charge of a special <laughs> needs child. Yeah. Like, how incompetent are the teachers at this school? <laughs> well, and and the thing I'm trying to figure out too is like, is this a special ed class? Because if there is, what are these bully kids doing here? It's like, it, it's like, well, yeah, our our bullies find him cowering, and it's like they just taunt him. Like, I'm hungry for burgers. I'm how about ass burgers. And it's like, oh, dad, this is dumb. Yeah, and again, like 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 it's 2008. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, again, I don't. I don't know much about like middle school bullying, but I'm pretty sure that that's not how people talk. Um, it, I mean, they talk that way in a super quippy, uh, overwritten screenplay. Because I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I but, mean, it. It all just felt very fake. But yeah, th- then the bullies fuck off and they mess up all the chess boards. And this is how we're introduced to. Uh, McKenna's son being autistic, he mm-hmm. he remembers where all the chess pieces go on the board, Rayman style, right? And puts them all together, and it's like, okay, we're doing something with this. Yep. So, but, it's uh, his superpower. But uh, it, it's not McKenna's wife that gets the PO box stuff. It's McKenna hasn't been paying it, so oh, so the post office dude delivers it for some reason. That's right. And McKenna gets it, or McKenna's son gets it. And, yeah. And he just takes it to the basement, and he's playing around with the. A piece of the gauntlet that comes off, and oh, uh-huh. this is when we're introduced to our new predator. Yes, because for some reason the gauntlet on can override this totally other ship, so it, it's fucking up the cloaking. The pre- and the, our new predators trying to fight it off or whatever. Yeah, and this is like, why, why, why? Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, why, why would this one predator that's a fugitive from the other predators? Um, in in some way, have a device that controls another predator ship. I mean, I mean, or, we would not have a movie because one of, one of these predators could just fuck up the other ship while they're ch- being chased or chasing. Movie's over. 
Why didn't he? Well, yeah. Why didn't he do that? Like before he jumped in the wormhole at the beginning of the movie, it'd be like, oh, do do do, and just like <laughs> makes like the ship spin around until it explodes or something like that. I mean, it, it's so dumb. It it makes no sense. And and that's one of the things that that just drove me nuts is like the the um bizarre compatibility of hardware in this movie. It just it it I I don't I don't think the makers of this movie understand how stuff works because everything is just compatible with everything else. Like just because like I have a predator doodad that, that controls all predator doodads. I just, and I'm not sure if this point, Mm. uh, McKenna's son does it or, or if it's later, but he, he puts on the mask. Right. And, this is obviously done for the sake of the audience, but right. we get footage of predators injecting another predator with stuff. Yeah. So, like, does this mask have, like, a whole bunch of, like, archive videos embedded into it or something like that? That's what it's doing, but it... It's like, I, I well, couldn't within, figure out why that works either. Well, within lore, it's not unheard of. Okay. Because uh, in... The 2010 Aliens versus Predator game, you come across an ancient Predator or okay. an old Predator's mask. Mm, okay. And it it's just showing old uh, imagery. Yeah. So it's like, it's not unheard of. It's just like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my issue isn't so much that the archive footage is there, but it's, again... It just how, automatically plays. Yeah, I mean, it's like he puts it on and it just, it's like... Um, now loading exposition file one, and it just, you know, gives us all of, and again, it's for the benefit of the audience, but I mean, again, it just, it it just doesn't make sense. And, and is it that at this point when he's got the mask on and he's looking through the footage that like the other predator, like the super predator or whatever can also see what he is seeing through the same mask or something like that? Uh, that hasn't happened yet, but oh, uh, okay. But no, our super predator. Oh goddamn! We totally skipped. That reminds me, we skipped over something entirely. Mm, mm. When uh, our hero predator escapes, yeah, he raids the uh, display case and he takes. Oh, his, he that's takes right. His, he takes his duplicate mask, and he's able to see what's what the other masks or the other mask can see. That's what. That's, I how, was... that's how he figures out where his stuff's at. I was getting those two confused. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which, which again, it's like, why are those at all compatible? Why, why would that make sense? Unless, I mean, unless the only time I've ever there, the predators have ever been able to do that uh-huh. is when they tap in directly to uh, the other pre- another predator's gear, like uh, in AVPR. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, wolf pre- the the main predator, uh, wolf predator, mm-hmm. he's called or referred to as when he shows up at the uh, the crash site with with the dead predators. Like he, he he taps into one of the dead predators, or he puts on the dead predator's mask. Yeah, to see what happened, and and that and that totally checks out. That makes yeah, sense. He, he didn't use Wi-Fi, <laughs> but I I was just thinking about this just now. What if at the crash site where this hero predator has several masks? You know, maybe there was one in the escape pod, and maybe like I don't know. I mean, it's still dumb, but. More or less, like, I mean, I just got to thinking that, like, you know, you keep saying it's a duplicate. Maybe it is 
another one of the same. Maybe well, that is his mask. Maybe another one. Well, if it is, it's like, why Why did they put that into the display case right away? Ah, yeah. See, whereas since it's fresh, they should be analyzing it. and things. Exactly. Yeah, see, there you go. At, um, least, at least you say with all the other gears, like, we've got all the data we could possibly get from it. Let's just put, put them in the case. Right. You know, I mean, kind of sort of like, like the arm in, in T2. Exactly. So, yeah, it's like it. You need to check it out. <laughs> but uh, um, so, yeah, so we're we're doing that. Um, Pre- uh, our new predator, uh, upgrade predator, he's been referred to as. Right. Uh, he lands and we're introduced to his dogs that look awful. Wow. I, I want to say that the Hulk dogs in that god-awful 2003 Ang Lee Hulk movie look better than these Hulk dogs. They yeah. just look like shit. They just, um, they're, they're just dogs with predator heads. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean they don't have the mandibles, mm-hmm. but they have the hair for some reason. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like they got, got like the dreads and it's just, I mean, like they're poorly designed. They're poorly rendered. What they should have done is they just, just look stupid. They should have just brought brought in or reused the uh, hellhounds from Predators. Because at least those looked better. Those look kind of cool. Yeah, those, that's not a bad look. And and how is it that, I mean, like, uh, when did Predators come out? Like, like 2006 <sighs> or something like that? Hold on. I got it pulled up. Oh, gotcha. I mean, because, I mean, like, my point on it. 2010. Okay, yeah, see, because I was going to say even in 2010, that's looking better. I mean, at least from like a special effects standpoint, those look better than these in 2017. Yeah, which is is I I don't get it. So, so yeah, our ragtag hero, group of heroes they take Mun to a uh, some hotel room, right? And and, it, and that's where it gets like super weird for like a hot minute. Yeah, like they're they're putting together some type of. Uh, uh, Get like, well basket or I don't know what. Yeah, it's just a bunch l- of weird stuff. Like like a shrine or like, like I mean it's it's super weird and and kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, and then she wakes up. She's all like, "What the fuck?" She grabs yeah. the shotgun and she's pointing at them and it's like, one of them's like, "I told you she'd do it," or something like that. But, yeah. What? Well, yeah. No. What like it was is like uh, she pulled the the trigger on McKenna. Mm-hmm. It was empty, and I think one of them was like, it was like. If I'm rem- I'm probably remembering this wrong, but I think one of them was like a uh, pay up or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they had a bet going on how she was going to respond. Yeah. Um and yeah, uh and 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 uh so so we were talking earlier that she had like, you know, the this trank rifle to go after the predator. Here's something I just thought of. It's like, okay, so she accidentally shoots herself in the foot if like this one dart would have been enough to uh, theoretically take down this uh, this predator, who is of very large size and stuff. Would that not then be enough uh, trank juice to just kill her dead? Um, Probably. Oh, like okay. So, like for example, if uh, like elephant tranquilizers or something like that. If like if that's you know used on a human, that person is dead. You you're not getting up from that. Um, I, I just now thought of that. It's it's dumb. It, it is. And but, but anyway, yeah, there's just this weird back and forth between all of them. And at one point, Miss uh, Teresa's like, "Eat your pussy," and, and then it just gets super awkward. There, they're like, 
She's like, what did you say? And, he, and he's trying to cover up for himself, and it's, yeah. he's just going back and forth. It's just weird. Yeah, and and, 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 and it goes on way too long. And again, it's like, are these jokes? Is this funny? Because, like, I mean, the screening that I saw was, I mean, and this was, like, I, I don't remember how long after it had come out. I mean, like, it had already come out and was already a flop. And but it was something that I'm like, ah, you know what? We're we're not doing anything today. Let's go see this movie. You know, I might want to talk about it with Killing Spree at one point, so we may as well watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there there was like you know maybe like I don't know five other people in in our screening, and like throughout that crickets, crickets. I mean, th- these jokes are just not funny. No, you know what would have been funnier? Mm. If for no no reason at all. You just had Bill Paxton come in and be like, God damn, is that bitch on the rag or what? <laughs> you know, I mean, that that worked so much better. Yeah, I mean. In Predator 2, I mean. Well, in the, but but what I, it's like, that's a choice that you can make, right? I mean, I mean, you could double down on misogyny. You know, I mean, make that be a character trait for some or all even of these knuckleheads. You know, because that that, while it's not, great um it's at least some kind of character trait as opposed to um them being defined by whatever their deal is whether it's you know ptsd or tourette's or whatever other um uh ailments or disadvantages the these guys have because yeah i mean in fact you could almost do that same tourette's joke where it's that instead of just like eat your pussy because i mean it's like what 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 is that saying? What what does that but, mean? But it's, it's, it's just it's, it's stereotypical Tourette's. Like he's just all over the place with uh, mm-hmm. his tics, right? And it it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I like uh, it. Uh, and of course so, my screen just froze. So, so uh, I'm trying to remember how this all goes or the order of everything. Well, okay. So th- they were in the hotel. So. At some point, they end up going to McKenna's house, right? Yeah, because to get, to get his stuff. To get his stuff, and then that's but, when we meet. But, well, that's yeah, that's when. Well, we've all we, no, we've met McKenna's wife before when she comes home with all these Halloween costumes, blah blah blah, trying to get McKenna's son comfortable for Halloween or whatever. And yeah, he he says some weird thing, and it's like. They'll know who I am anyway, or whatever. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, just, it, it, it's it's weird. So he decides for his Halloween costume, he's just going to strap on the Predator mask and walk around. Or and go trick-or-treating in that. Right. So, uh, sorry, he's already fucked off with the Predator mask. Yeah, yeah. So he's out in the neighborhood trick-or-treating with, so, and, and he has the gauntlet too, doesn't he? Yes, he has the gauntlet too. Okay, because I, I just I remember this visual of like you know his arm kind of sagging a little bit because like the the gauntlet is heavier. Yeah, so, um, or something so, like that. So yeah, uh, for some reason I don't remember. Does McKenna go to the PO box at all first, or does he just go straight to his house? I think he just went straight to his house. Why wouldn't he go to the PO box first if that's where he fought, where he sent the stuff? Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, so many of these weird plot holes, it's like, even as I'm watching, I'm like, is that a deleted scene? (laughs) Must must be. Yeah, I mean, because like, I mean, they're, they're, again, they're just these bizarre leaps in geography that just straight up make no sense. So, so yeah, uh, 
I guess McKenna's wife knew about the predator stuff as well because you, or maybe she didn't know, but she he was all like, "This PO box, blah, blah, where is it? It's got this important stuff." He's like, "She fought. I guess she thought it was just some video games or whatever." Yeah, but anyway, so they find out McKenna's boy took it and he's mm-hmm. somewhere, and so he he runs off. He's like, "All right, guys, we gotta go find him." And 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 then all of our heroes or our our ragtag heroes are like, "Nah." For some reason, you know, yeah, it's like I don't want to. We don't want to get involved in this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, McKenna's wife does this uh, heartwarming speech about how such a great soldier he is. Mm-hmm. That doesn't win him over either. No. And but but our cool cat, he's like, like I'm gonna go and you guys are a bunch of pussies. And and then our our ragtag's like, uh, he he calls a pussy. We 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 can't let that. We gotta go. Yeah. It- the, the screenplay, man. This, this dialogue. It, it, it's, it's it's like a network TV sitcom type of humor. Yeah. And and, and again, this is this is from Black and Decker. And it just I, I don't I, I wonder if like they're what what those writing sessions were like. I mean, would they would just get like you know, are they just like passing the bong around and say, you know, it'd be really funny is, you know, because I mean, because I mean, their previous stuff is genuinely clever. Didn't Decker write RoboCop 3 or my. I think he directed RoboCop 3, actually. Let me uh, uh, give me just a hot second here because well, I'll, I'll move along with the plot. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and do that. And I'll uh, so, I will uh, uh, double back. So uh, we cut to or. We're all over the place, so I don't know if I've got the order right. But anyway, we, we find uh, McKenna's son is out trick-or-treating, and our bullies find him. They're picking on him, blah, blah, blah. And he's just... Yeah. And then he goes he goes up to this one house. And yeah. He, and he rings the doorbell. Nobody answers. So he's like, uh, nobody's home. And he just walks... When well, there's loud music playing, you can, you can and, hear that. And some that. dude is like, fucking kids. And he threw a can of beer or something at <laughs> McKenna's son. Yeah. Because what kind of douchebag... Would do that on Halloween. Yeah, I mean, and it's like... I, I mean, it'd be one thing if it was like, it wasn't Halloween and it was just, he figured it was some prank or kid, you know, ringing the doorbell and fuck running off, like that old prank that nobody does anymore. Right. But it's Halloween. You have to know kids are coming to your door for candy. It's just, anyway, the can nails the helmet. Yep. And out of nowhere, a mini plasma caster comes out of the helmet and shoots the house and... Kills the dude. That dude is dead. Well, and, and half of that house too. I mean, it, like yeah, the house is it, gone. It blows the top off of the house, and and again, I think I maybe I was just desperate at this point because I kind of laughed at that. Well, it pissed me off just because of the. Uh, it makes no sense within lore oh, or yeah. previous lore because oh yeah, remember in uh, Predator Two when uh, Danny Glover comes into the meat, uh, not meat locker, the uh, slaughterhouse and starts shooting up mm-hmm. the place, whatever. City Hunter gets hit in the helmet a couple times. A couple times. Yeah. Nothing happens. The, the helmet doesn't start shooting back. And I'm just thinking how impractical that is for a hunter. Because, I mean, let's say you're running, you're hunt, going through the jungle, you're track, you're, you're, you're stalking your prey. Right. And then out of nowhere, uh, an acorn or something heavy falls out of a tree and s- smacks the helmet. And the helmet just automatically goes, fret, boom. Yeah. It, now, now your prey knows where you're at. 
Yeah. It's like, that make, it just makes no it sense makes no for the predator. For a predator. And, and why would this equipment defend itself? That That's the thing. It just, I mean, because I, I, I don't remember if that, if that comes in later, because like we have like some other predator tech that like instinctively defends itself or something like that. I just, I think that's the only time it ever happens. Oh, okay. I, I think maybe I was getting that confused with uh, Sterling K. Brown's uh, shoulder blaster thing, but but we'll we'll but, get to that. We'll, we'll get to that we'll, dumb shit. We'll we'll get to that garbage in a in a few. So um so yeah so the uh so after uh um the house gets blowed up. Uh, the kid what flees to a a school like a school well, field or yeah, something he's, like he's, that. He's at a like a, a a baseball field or soccer field whatever. A multi-purpose field, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and the predator hounds show up because they're they're tracking, they're looking for uh, our fugitive predator. Right, and since McKenna's son's got the gear, he the dogs find him. Yeah, I mean, oh and, fuck. Uh, what what'd you forget? Well, I'm just trying to think. How did the uh. I'm trying to remember how our uh, upgrade predator knew what town to even start looking in. Um, I think he just shows up. I mean, I, I see, and, that, and that's where I was getting it confused with like the thing with the kid in the mask. I, I was, I was confusing that with upgrade predator also seeing uh, what was going well, on, but no, I, uh, but I can't confirm that. I don't, I don't remember. Well, because upgrade predator. I'm trying to remember. Maybe he. I'm trying to remember how he figures out to go to the school. Yeah. Well, because uh, I don't even. I'm trying. Yeah. To, it's just because he, the predator, uh, he shows up to. I know. Uh, I remember. Uh, upgrade. He shows up to McKenna's house and just kills everybody except for the wife. Yes, and he's going through the kids' stuff, trying to figure out where they're at. And I, which that in itself, yeah, yeah, it's like he he sees he finds an address and he's able to decipher it, right? And it's like, do you have a GPS or something? Because even if you have the address, Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out how does the predator know where the address is, right? Or what an address even is, you know? It's like, or maybe. it's fugitive predator that did that, but either way, it's it's just either way, it's dumb because it, really, what you know, it might have been uh, fugitive that well, did that, and and why would you know our sense of addressing, um, you know, even translate to an alien species of that correlating to a location? Because like, not only would you have to understand the system. But you would have to understand the system in correlation to where you're at. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, that. Just, I mean, I mean, shoot, I mean, like, even even U.S. travelers will get confused, uh, like you know, traveling to Europe or something like that, because like the addresses oh, are, are different. And you know, I, I, no, I was wrong. It was a fugitive that did that because uh, okay. when he when he put on the mask and the, uh-huh. or when he got his new mask and he tapped into the other mask, that's how fugitive found out the where to go okay so but but uh upgrade does something just as stupid but it's Mm -hmm. it's different right so uh yeah our predator hound or our our predator hounds find uh mckenna's son and they're gonna 
kill him, and then our our ragtag show, heroes show up in, in an RV that showed up out of nowhere. Yep. I mean, how how did they get that? I mean, there isn't even a line of dialogue about like, and and maybe this happened earlier in the movie, and I I've forgotten about it. But basically, I I, I do distinctly remember that the RV just shows up out of nowhere. Like again, it's like, well, is there a deleted scene where at least somebody says, "Hey, I need to get a new set of wheels," or there probably was, and I just don't remember it. Yeah, I, I would hope there is at least. I I just it was just another one of those things that just um, rampantly confused me. I'm just like, I so they have an RV now. That's that's cool. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, our heroes fight the predator dogs. They kill one of them with like a grenade launcher, I think. Yes. Like, like they shoot in the mouth and it just blows up. And it blows up. And then our cool cat <laughs> shows up or walks up to one of the hounds and just shoots it point blank in the head and mm-hmm. uh, it lobotomized it. Because then it's just kind of stumbling around like, oh. Like yeah. it was lobotomized. Yeah, it's like woozy and stuff. It's like, ooh. <laughs> but then the uh, uh, fugitive shows up. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, one of them hostage or whatever. Because I remember, like... Yeah. I remember when, like, when he's standing on the RV and he's holding one of them up, like, back yeah. off or I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah, and it's one of the dudes, right? Yeah. Because it, it, it wasn't Olivia Munn. No, no. I, I'm almost positive it was McKenna. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, I... I don't even remember what it... And something happened that forced the predator to back off. I, I don't even remember what. Because mm-hmm. then that led to a, a chase in the school. Yes. Yeah, like Mun uh, and McKenna and their son were being chased by a fugitive in the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, fugitive catches up to them and is he's got he's got McKenna in a choke or he's holding him by the throat. Yeah, like against the wall or something. Yeah, and then fugitive or. Upgrade, upgrade shows up, grabs him through the window, or fugitive through the window, and just throws him up and throws him out and slams him on a car. Right. And, With, then, and, and that's where th- those two have a quick dialogue. It's like, it's like, where is it, traitor? Yeah, that's right. And I, I remember um, kind of being put off about like, you know, it's like they're talking in like predator language and, and it's subtitled. And, and, subtitled and, and, I mean, again, it makes no sense, so I'm not even going to stand on that hill well, or anything. They, but they, they can talk. They or they they do have a language. Sure, I I get that. It's but yeah, it's like I mean, you can't you can't have a movie and not know what they're talking about. But for some well, reason, well, this I is why it's kind of weird. Yeah, it, the, the subtitles is obviously dumb for the audience, but yeah, but this is where you could should have done like Bad Blood instead because you don't mm-hmm. need to uh. It's much more simpler in what what's going on between the two predators. Right. You don't need all the backstory, right? Now, um, and, and you again, don't you don't need the subtitled language. Well, and I I just remember uh, just flipping through that comic. So so um, I mean, let me know. But like, are those predators communicating with one another? Do you actually like? Because I don't recall seeing a like dialogue bubbles or the only dialogue from the predators mm-hmm. is uh, from Bad Blood. He's just mimicking things that have already been said. Oh, okay. It's very similar to what we've seen in other Exactly. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's that's interesting because I mean again, it it through the way that story, even just as a cursory glance, it it's very clear who is who. And 
the thing that that's frustrating and confusing about all this is again, this is where like the, this big twist quote unquote question mark, because I mean, again, watching the sequence between the fight between, and even the dialogue between fugitive and upgrade, it's like, so is upgrade the good guy now? Is he no, rescuing up, no, the uh, humans from this guy? Well, because well, we, we find out more, a little more later, but no uh, fugitive is the good guy. Right, but we've spent, I mean, just narratively up to that point, we've seen Fugitive murdering everybody in his path. You know, it's like, so to me that, and and there's like that sense of dread where, you know, it's, I mean, or at least supposed to be, you know, as, you know, like there's there's the chase and fight through the school and the chase and fight on the bus and all that other stuff. It's like, you know, you're, you're I feel like Fugitive was kind of set up to be, like the bad guy that was going to go one on one against uh, against McKenna. Well, but. it wasn't much of a one on one because Upgrade kicks his ass and just rips his head right off. Which, again, I gotta say, was kind of cool. Yeah, but it's just—I mean, visually, just like v- visually, I mean, it, was, yes. it, was, it was a cool kill. Yeah, it's just wasted. It felt like. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, and and again, especially with the direction that this, you know, takes the narrative because it's like, again, and I I apologize for repeating myself, but I mean, I spent so much of this movie just not knowing who to root for. And I'm not rooting for anybody because it's just like. But but our heroes fucked off on the RV. Mm hmm. Is this about the time that uh, that McKenna starts getting tummy trouble? And it has to, uh, he uh, uh, shits out the the invisibility yeah, he marble. Sh- he shits it out. Yeah, which is like convenient timing. It's like, okay, cool. Well, we're done with this adventure. Let's go escape. But, uh, oh, ooh, me a stomachal. Ooh, tummy trouble. It's like, it's so Yeah, bad. so our, I don't know if this is when it happened, but mm. our heroes are trying to figure out a plan, like what to do and whatnot. And uh, McKenna had a heart to heart with his son or whatever. Right. And then, one of our heroes, or not, our ragtag dudes. Yeah. They kind of, I'm trying to remember the setup, but he, 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 he doesn't call his son or McKenna's son directly, but he said, he refers to his son as retard or yeah. as a retard. And yeah. McKenna kind of like, he says like, he's basically like, really? And, and then the other dude's like, come on, man, be sensitive. His son's retarded. And, and, and McKenna's just got this look like, I walked right into that. And I, I legitimately laughed at that one. Yeah, but I think some people in my audience didn't like it. and They walked out. Oh, really? Because I saw a couple leave shortly after that. That's like, what I, did it, huh? I don't know if that's what it did it because I don't. I don't even know if they came back. Like maybe they just went to get <laughs> the concessions to get something to eat. Yeah. yeah. But either way, it was like, I I think that the retard joke <laughs> was over the top for those good two. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty bad, but I, you know what, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I chuckled at that also because because that one actually kind of has has a payoff to it, right? I mean, we're not just throwing it out there gratuitously and just for the sake of it. There's at least like a setup and a payoff. Yeah. But I anyway. mean, whether whether it's right or comfortable or whatever that that that's that's a whole nother different thing. But yeah, I mean, I laughed at it. I mean, that that was like one of maybe. A handful of jokes that actually work. But uh, something else that's going on that mm. is paid off later, a little later, is uh, McKenna's son is drawing some crude map. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. And 
I'm just going to skip right ahead. Uh, uh, upgrade Predator, since he lost everybody, he's, he's, he's tracking down where they everybody went. So he shows up to uh, McKenna's house right, and just murders the fuck out of everybody. Oh, okay. And even has a, he does a, a dick shot with some, with one of the, the uh, agents. Yeah. Who is being like all super macho and stuff. And- yeah. But anyway, he, he's, the map, McKenna's son was already drawing it earlier because he's got a similar drawing of it on the wall and Upgrade Predator's looking at it and, they, and he figures out, oh, this is, the map is actually where Fugitive sh- uh, Predator's ship crashed. Right. Where the, uh, what the, the thing that Upgrade is looking for is at. So it's like, oh. So they, they both do the dumb thing where they look at something that McKenna's son drew or yeah, wrote, yeah. had written down and mm-hmm. the, the Predators figure out exactly where it's at. Yeah. But I, I guess with the map, you can forgive that a little because it you'd have geographical markers and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. Stupid, but more forgivable. Yeah, I suppose. And... And so, okay, and and this is where I'm kind of starting to get mixed mixed up, and maybe this is where like like the third act gets gets really blurry for me. So like, don't like they escape to like like a ragtag team. They like escape to like a barn. For they get a while. Cap- some of them get captured. Oh, that's okay. They, they, they split up. Oh, uh, right, right. They right. need to find a helicopter to get to the uh, the crashed ship. Okay, all right. So yeah, McKenna. His son and Olivia Munn get captured mm-hmm. by Mustache Twirler, right? Who I, I finally got enough in the in the plot where I found his name, uh, Traeger. So Traeger, Traeger yeah. is his name. <laughs> so yeah, he's talking everything up, and oh, I don't even remember because Olivia Munn's the one that gives the dialogue dump of why the Predators are have mixed blood. Yes, I don't remember. This might have happened before. Uh yeah it it no this happened before uh they get captured so Olivia Munn theorizes yeah because like they're they're in the RV yeah she so and she, and like she's, she's like, like I think I figured out what's going on on Predator Land World or whatever she calls yeah. their home world and it's like fuck you Munn yeah I know you didn't write it but fuck you <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah anyway she she figures that they're uh doing genetic augmentation they're like they're collecting. DNA of uh, or spinal fluid from other or she, yeah she figures out that the DNA the human stuff it's human spinal fluid somehow yeah so this ex, this supposedly explains why the predators take trophies or at least the spines right which is which is dumb it, it ruins the lore entirely of what why the predators do what they do yeah but yeah she she figures out they're they're injecting themselves with the genetic material of other creatures to make themselves better hunters or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm already forgetting our mustache twirler's name. Traeger. So Traeger does his own little uh, dialogue dump of, like, they're invading. They're planning an invasion. Like, global warming, it's going to affect our world in one, maybe two generations. Right. Which is, okay, no, it's not. A generation's right. not that long. Right. I mean I mean that's what 30 40 years. Exactly. Something and, like and that. And here's the other thing. 
predator if the predators were going to invade earth because uh global warming was going to make earth more suitable for them right one there's why would they use human dna to make themselves or make be able to adapt to earth when the earth's climate is going to change so much that it would wipe humans out yeah well and and that's and the message of this movie starts getting really murky and it get and it gets super stupid we take a sharp turn into stupid town when we're trying to say something yeah. like like i I I don't know how to audibly roll my eyes, but it was like one of those things where I rolled them so hard, like I could actually feel like you, you the muscle. A, you pulled an Undertaker. Yeah, it was just like it's like oh, I think I gave myself a headache that I like rolled my eyes so hard because it's like as soon as we get this info dump that it's like oh, well, you know why these predators keep uh, showing up? You know every you know increment in, in like well, supposedly they're showing up more frequently. And and that's what he was trying to say. It's like it was like an incremental series of time, but like it's happening more frequently, which doesn't make sense. In because like on one hand, it's like we're we're saying like we're we're like calling back to like specific dates. We're saying like you know like 1987, which was like the first movie. yeah 87 and then 97 right, which was like the the at the time futuristic year that Predator Two takes place and and like so they're saying it, it it's happening more frequently, but. In the continuity of the movies, it's really not, though. No, they're... Not really. <laughs> so, let's see, 97 was when Predator 2 happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, AVP happened in... Well, say what, 01, maybe? No, it came out... I was out of high school when it came out. It was oh, like, okay. It was like 2004, I think, it came out. Oh, sure, sure. But even then, I, I don't know if there's any... I don't know if there'd be any evidence or record of them showing... Like, how, how would they know that they were there down in Antarctica? Right. Or no, let... No... I take that back. Well, because they have that, that they have Lexus thing. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, but also, do they ignore or acknowledge that AVPR happened? Because the end of that, the the su- that suburb city got nuked. Yeah, it got nuked, and and there's no mention to that. Yeah, they, they that, don't mention that, that, that at all. Yeah, which is kind of dumb because like if you're beholden to this continuity. You would think that, you know, this like super secret government facility, you know, I mean, like it would be like a heavily redacted file or something like that. But there would be you'd at least think like they've even we've lost a city because of that. Exactly. And and you could use that narratively be like, no, these are bad motherfuckers. You know, it's like and yeah, we we had to we had to nuke that whole town that one time. Um, but I it, mean, I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to. The the only thing I can think of is if they're trying to untangle, uh, untangle the predator lore from the aliens lore. If that makes sense, because if we're talking about uh, AVP Requiem, that's you know, I mean that that's I mean aliens and predators are totally intertwined in that, and for the most part, until we kind of you know get to where we're gonna go. This kind of relies more on predator-specific lore and less aliens versus predator lore, if if that makes sense. Just doesn't make sense. You're right, Billy. It doesn't. <laughs> but a- but the the other thing I wanted to add to <clears throat> about the whole uh, invading within a generation or two, it makes no sense. Predators just- live hundreds of years. Right. I mean, in in eight, uh, if you haven't seen Predator Two, at the end of that. When Danny Glover kill successfully kills City Hunter, mm-hmm. the Elder Predator and a bunch of other predators show up, and the Elder's like, he he he, he looks back at him, and he pulls out a flintlock pistol that he has on his belt, right. tosses it to uh, 
Glover and he's like, take it. Mm-hmm. As a trophy. Yeah. Or a souvenir for a, a fight well had. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's a... It's a and, it, and, and on the know, gun... Sou- souvenir is a, you know, like a... Um, anyway, I have respect. <laughs> yeah, and, and on the pistol, it has the year engraved. It was like 17-something. Mm-hmm. It was like pre-American Revolution. I know that much. Right. So, so that 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 was a trophy from the elder predator, right? From a previous hunt for him. So clearly, they live hundreds of years because, right. like, who knows how old uh, that one was? Because he had to have been at least an adult predator to get that trophy, right? Right. But that leads to another problem of the whole. Uh, Fucking with the lore in this whole uh, taking spinal fluid or genetic fluid. Yeah, they're they're looking at they're looking for the best of these species. So when Danny Glover successfully kills City Hunter and he's surrounded by all these other predators, yep. none of them are like, "This guy took out one of our own. He's got some good material." <laughs> yeah, or, or when or in AVP when uh, after Lex and uh, that predator they kill an alien queen. When that elder predator and all the other predators reveal themselves, mm-hmm. they're not like, she took down an alien queen. Holy shit. She's got great material. Yeah. See, in, in both of those instances, it's like, oh, well, we need to, you know, they, they probably got some good juice in those spines. We, we should take that. No, they, 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 they just, they give both of them a souvenir. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're, f- God damn it, Shane and Deck Black. Yeah. Black and decked. <laughs> them, <guys> are... <laughs> them too. Them <laughs> too. Jesus Christ. They. Yeah. It just. It Fo- just... Fox and Disney. When they're doing these um, franchise movies, uh-huh. they need to hire people that are knowledgeable in the lore, so that these new movies don't fuck up mm-hmm. previous or what's been established. Yeah. Make things st- fit within continuity. Yeah, and yeah, it's and and aside from shitting on the continuity and the lore, it's just dumb. That too. I mean, start with that. I mean, it's like I can I can I can stomach a retcon if it's if it's something to where the 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 twist is like something that's kind of cool. It's like oh, that kind of takes a dump on the lore, but ah, that's kind of clever. Well, I what, I can I can get down well, on that. Well, this is garbage. Yeah, what well, they could have done it or the genetic stuff in a way that isn't garbage. I hmm. I talked we talked about this uh last time we were yep. ranting about the predator is you would have upgrade predator being the one that's on the run right and have it be because either he or his clan are doing the genetic uh augmentation but yeah. within predator culture it's super taboo yeah or like it's blasphemous or it's illegal like they're not or, or it makes them unhonorable hunters exactly and so and have uh, the fugitive predator be the one chasing him and trying to kill him mm-hmm. because he's a blasphemer. Yeah, and 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 you could. And there's an easy way to make it have the people figure it, or have our uh, scientists figure it out. Because when they're when they, the, so it would be uh, upgrade that's the one that's captured, right? And they say we've compared his DNA to previous samples that we've had, and that sample would be from uh, City Hunter because sure. City Hunter lost his arm, and. So that had to have been sitting somewhere on the streets of L.A. or outside yeah. the slaughterhouse. Well, I mean, if they if they recovered his mask, it it stands to reason they recovered his arm. Yeah, or 
or any of the blood that he bled or the city hunter bled when he was getting shot by Glover. Right. So, but yeah, you say this, uh, the other DNA samples we have, they don't match up or, or like there's anomalies or something weird within this new guy's blood. Mm-hmm. Just have it that way. That is like, you can have the genetic augmentation and it not be overly horrible. Yeah. And, and that would be a way to make it work. You know, it, it, you, you flip it. I mean, that, that doesn't fix this movie by, by a large stretch, but it, it fix, would help the premise. It helps the premise quite a bit. Um, but yeah, get, but get the, rid of the goddamn global warming shit. Yeah, it, that, that had no place. Well, and and it's frustrating because, like, I mean, again, like, you know, it's like the these these knuckleheads, you know, Shane Black and Fred Decker, you know, it's like they're they're trying to like, you know, capital S say something because, like, I mean, like, you know, all of the autism stuff, uh, some of which we're still gonna unpack, and then like the global warming stuff. It's like, I mean, it's like, I are are you trying to like cram quote unquote? Uh, and my fingers are getting sore doing these air quotes here. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, trying to, you know, put messages into my action sci-fi movie. It's like, I don't, some sci-fi can have a message, but not predator. Oh yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, arguably the best sci-fi has, you know, like parables and, and, you know, it can be a reflection of the times or, or whatever. But like you said, not predator, this is not that. And to try to cram it in really just kind of feels uh, gratuitous in a way that like, I mean, not not to spin off on like a whole nother topic that we won't be able to claw our way back from. But but we're seeing this a lot in a lot of media where it's like, you know, we're we're trying to cram in messages. Yeah, and, Star Wars needs messages. Uh, yeah. I mean, make, I, apparently Star Trek needs some weird messages that don't fit. Yeah. And it's like I. um I just I, I just don't understand Marvel comics need messages now. Yeah, I mean and and they call it being socially relevant, I guess, or well, here's the problem or progressive or whatever. Well, if you want to be socially relevant, here's the problem. You're gonna be relevant for that time frame. Right. You're not gonna stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. The old Star Wars stand the test of time because they're timeless stories. They're not mm-hmm. uh a reflection of the times. Right. Uh, right i don't know yeah no and as i said it's like it's like a can of worms once that gets popped open we're uh we're not going to be able to uh get ourselves back but so so so, yeah uh shane and black forgot that predators can outlast or they can wait it out as far as invading earth or waiting for global warming to make earth more inhabitable more habitable for predators right anyway we got that dialogue dump makes no sense uh so yeah. yeah we got the dialogue dump yep uh, uh, I'm already forgetting Mustache Twirler's name a second time. Traeger. Traeger takes McKenna's son because he figured out, hey, this kid's drawing a map. Yeah. This map must be where the the crash site's at. Must be. So he takes him and they go fuck off and he he's going to have his men that are guarding McKenna and Mun shoot them. Mm-hmm. They take their sweet time doing it. They all They both escape. And Munn escapes thanks to the help of our uh, lobotomized predator hound. Right. Oh, I totally forgot. At some point, the the hound swallows a swallowed a grenade, and when he shows up oh, to save right. Munn, he I pukes forgot. it up. Oh, Munn uses the grenade to kill the guy that was going to shoot her. Yep. So 
that happens. <laughs> and our heroes that uh, split up, they managed to get a hold of a uh, a news chopper or something. Because they get themselves a helicopter. Right. Yeah, so, so that happens. And they catch up with um, McKenna. Am I saying it right? McKenna, yeah. McKenna. They, they all... So they all end up at the crash site, right? Which I'm geographically confused. Did mm-hmm. uh, Fugitive was found in what, Mexico? Central America? Yeah. South of the border. Yeah, vague Central America. So... <laughs> Call it Valverde. <laughs> so where, where, where was this town? I, I'm presuming California. Yeah, it, it had to have been one of the border states. Sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we're doing deep Arizona or something like that. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, it just feels very California to me. Um, we'll, we'll assume it's California. Sure. But they all, they all go to where the Predator ship crashed. Or maybe the Predator sh- ship kept going after uh, Fugitive uh, ejected. I don't know. Yeah, tough to say. Either way, we have no idea where it's at. Now, going all the way back to like earlier in the movie when when McKenna's son was playing with the the um the because I'm 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 getting mixed up from how it was shown in the trailers. Like um cuz like as he's playing with the doodad on the gauntlet, you show this ship like like crashing through trees and off of like mountains and stuff. I that, I, I think that because I, I think they mixed. I think for the trailer they mixed them up, right? Because I think the one that was shown in the trailer crashing that was Fugitive's ship, and when he when McKenna's son was playing around with mm-hmm. uh, the doodad, that's when he's messing with upgrade uh, ship. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's what it was. Yeah, because like I, I I'm I'm just trying to remember if I'm trying to like you know reassemble. You know, it's like how how all that goes because it's like I don't remember what actually happens to upgrade ship. It's like where does that go? Um, but yeah, so okay, so so fugitive well, ship crashes well, somewhere. Well, I think his is okay because he ends up detonating upgrades or uh, or no, I think fugitive's ship's okay or not. God damn, it, I'm mixing up their names. Right, now. right. <laughs> upgrades. I think upgrade ship is okay because he ends up blowing up fugitive ship. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah. The, our, yeah. Our heroes and our human villains, they, they tangle, blah, blah, blah. They get into a firefight and, uh, McCrega uh, and McKenna's son. Mm-hmm. Oh, mix. Too many. Too many similar names. Yeah, it's too many similar names, and it and and again, well, and that and that just goes to show how much of a mess this movie is. Oh, oh no, it's just Traeger. Never mind. Right. So I mean, as these, the, so these as, characters are so fucking stupid and unrememberable. I can't get their names exactly. Right. <laughs> um. So I mean, yeah, just just reading the actual paragraph from the wiki, it says when all are at the crashed Predator ship, the second Predator arrives, who we've we've called the Upgrade Predator. Kills Lynch, I don't know who that is, and explains through translation software that it will blow up the ship to keep it out of their hands and then give them all a head start before it hunts them down. So, um, 
Yeah, because I mean, like that whole sequence was like really confusing because, like, at one point, like Traeger's bad guys have like one over on like the uh, the our ragtag team, and then like the tables get turned and like they join forces for a few. And it's all just, uh, again, it's all just a mess. And I just remember, like, a, a whole batch of, like, quippy dialogue. And, and like, even, like, so, like, McKenna and Traeger have, like, this exchange. It's like, it's like hey, man, just just because we're doing this doesn't mean we ain't done. You, know, we, you and me, we's going to dance. And then, like, you know, Traeger's like, I already got my shoes picked out. And it's just like, why are we being so freaking quippy? It's... it's I, uh, I haven't seen enough Marvels to or Marvel movies to mm. say this, but is that where it's coming from? Because some of the movies I have seen, there's some quippiness, well, or am I just remembering some of the badder ones? No, I I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I think that's I never thought of that until now. But yeah, I mean that that's kind of a trope in in current superhero movies. Sure, is that you know they they are especially quippy, especially now that well, and also. Keep in mind, we're like in a post Deadpool world, too, because like, I mean, and again, it's 20th Century Fox. So they're like, hey, you know what? The Deadpool te- worked. Yeah. The teen boys really seem to like that Deadpool. So, hey, let's let's bring some of that sensibility, because, I mean, really, if you're I mean, on paper, if you're into the style of humor that Shane Black does in his movies and you're into Deadpool and that style of humor, again, this this movie should work. I mean, it's like on paper, if we're doing something like that, could be fine. But it just it, it just totally fails at it because it, it it my problem with this movie is like it doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be because like at sometimes it's very serious, other times it's quippy and silly, and you can't take it seriously. Well, but but it's not even outright goofy like say like Deadpool. Deadpool the first at least knows exactly what movie it is. And it wears it on its sleeve and if you can hang with it then it's a fun movie. Yeah. But, but uh, so Yeah, we're just going to skip ahead a bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh so upgrade he uses uh or he back reverse engineers human tech to talk to the our heroes and yes. villains. Yep. To tell them you cannot have this. It belongs to me. But I'm going to give you guys a heads. I've I've enjoyed watching you kill each other. Yeah. And I want. And I'm going to take the one called McKenna as my trophy. Right. And as the audience, we're supposed to be led to believe he's. We think he's referring to McKenna, our hero. Right. But in reality, when you think about it, upgrade had no reference to his name. He only. He only understands McKenna's son as McKenna. Which is kind of clever. I mean, that that's one of those things where, I mean, I mean, not the reveal that it's the son, but why it's the reveal that it's the son. Meaning like that. In a better movie, that would be a cool thing. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on there. But but he also makes a reference to him being like, like the ultimate warrior or some such like that. Yeah, he's the ultimate. Not to be confused with the actual ultimate warrior. Yeah, that, that's the that, other thing that makes us think of uh, where he's referring to uh, our hero McKenna because mm-hmm. McKenna's son has no warrior traits. Right, exactly. But we'll... we'll it's stupid. But anyway... So, yeah, so he gives they, them a they head start. All, they all run off. For some... I don't remember why, but for some reason, uh, Traeger has the plasma caster. 
Right. It's just the plasma caster. Right. So he doesn't have a gauntlet. He doesn't have a mask. He just has, like, just the plasma cannon. And this is another moment of mustache twirliness. Uh, one of the uh, henchmen, mm-hmm. they have a shuriken, or a predator shuriken. Oh. And they throw it. One of them throws it. And he holds up his hand to catch it, but but it just slices his hand. Oh my god, I forgot about that. And he's just screaming like in pain or whatever. And then but Traeger just shoots him in the head. And he's like, You're being too loud. He's like, You dumb fuck. You just shot a gun. You're being too loud. Yeah. Well, and and wasn't that like his like number two guy or something like that? If I, I don't rem- I don't remember, but it's Yeah, I it's also just you guys know so you supposedly know so much about the Predators, you forget that they what what Keeves knew in Predator 2 is that they see through infrared. Right. They don't need to hear us. They just need to see us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and there's no reference to understanding that at all. And and we're actually, I just now thought of this, we're not doing a whole lot of Predator vision in this, are we? Not like God, in, the, in terms of like the infrared and things like that? The only I mean, time some... I remember the Predator, uh, distinctively there being predator vision is when uh uh upgrade is looking down on a fugitive and, yeah. he sees, and, and he sees fugitive in the infrared like that's the only part i remember of them doing the vision and they might have done it in the beginning of the movie i, I don't remember i don't i don't remember and 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 that that's kind of that's kind of lame too you know something that's like a huge trope. I, I would say that there's kind of, I mean, there's there's a couple tropey things. One is like the infrared vision. Two is like like the voice mimicry, which we're not we're we're not doing any of that in this movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like that they're for this movie that that wants to be all things to the Predator franchise isn't hitting like a lot of like the right core things. It's like do those basic things first, and then. Then goes from there. So, so anyway, so yeah, so um, so what? Upgrade gives these these knuckleheads a head start, and then just starts picking and them off. Just starts picking them off one by one, uh, making Jason jealous in his uh, speed and killing them one on one, one on one, or one at a time. It does get a little slashery, doesn't it? it? Like you said earlier, this movie does not know what it wants to be. Yeah, and 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 again, it. it it continues to mix me up because, you know, as I said, I mean, some of these kills, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, the gore is pretty good. And from my understanding, this, yeah, this, the whole ending was, uh, or at least that whole uh, chase in the woods, that was a reshoot because yep. originally they had it during the day. And I think there was even supposed to be other predators involved because I remember. Oh, geez. I remember there being uh, behind the scenes shots of. Our ragtag heroes and some predators riding a uh, an APC, and one of them was oh manning a uh, fifty cal machine gun. Oh, that's right! I remember that. Yeah, from like you know, like a a year um, before like the movie came out or something. It's like, ooh, that looks pretty sick. I wonder what that's going to be like. Because I mean, like there was like you know hints at like maybe like a like a human alliance or something like that. And it's like, what's what's this going to be? And it turns out to just be nothing. Got totally cut from the movie. Yeah. So like, um, 
So and, and we talked about this, uh, you know, sometime last year. But but yeah, apparently they they shot it all during the day. And actually, where where I get really confused about is when they talk about shooting the third act and the climax during the day. It's like, are they referring to this, uh, the the chase and fight in the forest, or even like later the fight against Upgrade? Because like it feels like. Oh. Um, like it feels like the like the fight against upgrade at the end kind of like transitions from yeah, it, night to day, yeah, right? It, it was daytime when they were fighting upgrade, or or even when they were trying to raid upgrade ship. So I think it was just the woods stuff. Okay, because yeah, that, that's so weird. Because like it, it goes from day to night to day, right? Maybe back to night again. I don't. Know. I, I I think, so, I, I think I'm. I think I'm confusing. But yeah, and and you can tell that it's like you know stitched together from like a few different, um, uh, but, you know, different things there. But uh, so yeah, our heroes and villains they're trying to fight, uh, upgrade. Even the uh, Traeger is using the plasma caster to shoot at it, which I don't understand how he's able to do it because wherever he's looking, the plasma caster is following and shooting accordingly. You you're supposed to need at least the mask to do. To operate the tracking system, yeah, and also, what's powering it? Because the the plasma caster is attached to a uh, a backpack that the predator wears, right? So it's just I don't know how they're doing any of that, but yeah, it, and it's not an independent piece of equipment. It's part of a larger exactly outfit. You know, it'd be like if you had. Oh, I don't know. You know, just, just some other th- part of powered armor and expecting it to work. And it's, yeah, that technology doesn't work that way, I don't think. No, I, yeah, that's totally confusing. And then out of nowhere, uh, Traeger gets distracted by something Mun's doing. Yeah. He looks aside, the plasma caster follows him, and the plasma caster shoots and shoots his head clean off. Yeah. And, it, and it's super quick. Yeah. Like blinking, you miss. That, yeah. It was that quick. It It's so unclear. And again, it's just like choppy, terrible editing because it's like... I, I think it was a victim of uh, the reshoots. Yeah. Because like I'm watching it, I'm like... And it took me like a full minute to like comprehend. I'm like, did he just... Did he just blow his own head off? Like, and I, like yeah, how? I, Why? I, I was confused too. And I, I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. Or reading like fan reviews and what... or forums like did that actually happen he's like and everybody's like yeah that happened and he's like oh god damn it yeah because you're you're big bad villain just took him out that quick and and just disappears from this movie it's like okay bye main main villain i mean okay keys had a much better death yeah yeah well and 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 he he was just as much a big well he wasn't mustache twirling but he was equally the villain of Predator Two as Traeger is of pre- the the Predator. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're very comparable in terms of like character motivation and what they're looking to do. Yeah. And except, yeah, that that you know Traeger is is that much worse or that much more villainous, I guess. Um, but but uh, the thing I the other thing I wanted to touch on is like you know so so like throughout the movie you get like this this. I don't I don't even want to call it a rivalry or whatever, but like you get, you know, these two characters, you got Thomas Jane and you got Keegan Michael Key, 
and they have like this weird relationship and like somehow they 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 enter into what some kind of like death pact or something like that do you, well yeah they do you catch they, this nonsense yeah it's weird like they they dumb. set upgrade on predator or the upgrade predator on fire oh Tourette's right. jumps up on him and starts stabbing him right and then he just throws him off and he gets stabbed he, on a branch yeah or he something. gets impaled on a branch like high up in a tree yeah and then he kills off key Right. Well, yeah, he like um I don't even remember how Key dies. Well, he like well, well how how he dies is they they shoot each other. Beca- oh. Because yeah, so like Oh, oh, oh so, uh, that's what you're referring to. So, I, yeah, so upgrade I'm... like slashes him open or something like okay. that and like his guts are spilling. I mean, like graphically, you can actually see like his guts literally spilling out of him. He's like, "Oh, you know, trying to scoop his guts back in." Upgrade just leaves, I guess. And so, yeah, these guys are like looking at each other with like with like knowing eyes and like, you know, they each level a pistol at one another. And at the same time, they both fire and kill each other. Okay, I I totally forgot about that. Well, because it's stupid. It's like, what what is the point? I mean, like, I don't know if it was like they had like this death pack to where it's like if I'm stuck on a branch and almost going to die and I have my gut slashed open and I'm almost going to die, we have to promise that we will kill each other or something. It's like it, it just it makes no sense. It doesn't belong in the movie. And it's just it's just dumb. It is it's dumb. But uh, so. Uh, upgrade catches up to our hero. Mm hmm. And this is when he reveals he was talking about uh, his son. son being the ultimate warrior. That he was, his son was going to be his trophy. <laughs> so I'm imagining this autistic kid with the ultimate warrior makeup, and he just, <laughs> he's got got like got like the arm tassels and all of that. Yeah, but, that's terrible. But I'm just, sorry. That's and and he, he's taking him because for some reason the predators now think autism is a desirable trait. For the augmentation. Well, it's a superpower. And yeah, that's why earlier I called McKenner's son weaponized autism. Yep. Yep. He's a superhero and his superpower is autism. Oh, yeah, because earlier in the movie, they set this up very stupidly. Yeah. Olivia Munn is talking to McKenna. Oh, and, I forgot. And, and about she's this. like, some people say uh, autism is the next step in human evolution. It's like, who? <laughs> who says that? I mean, I know people with autism, and it's like sure. that—that's not some. I, I'm trying to wrap my brain on how a predator that wants to be the ultimate hunter right. views autism as a desirable trait, and, and also let's remember McKenna's son can't handle loud noises. Right? H- how is that benefit to the predator? Yeah, and and not to mention the uh, climate adaptation, too. You know, because, like, if the Earth is going to be scorched in 30 to 60 years, yeah, why why would you... Uh, it's stupid. It's all stupid. And, and again, it just falls apart like a house of cards. It just makes no sense. Um, and, and, again, I, I get... I get a little twitchy when, like, you know, we're, we're, we're um, showing autism as a superpower. I, I, for some reason, that just doesn't quite sit okay with me i don't i don't like it but yeah so uh um so upgrade fucks off and he's flying he's flying off or he's he's taking off and uh uh mckenner cool cat and the bible thumper Uh uh-huh they all jump on the ship 
they're try and they're shooting at the ship trying to get in or some or try to take it out. Yeah, and it's important to say at this point, Olivia Munn is nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll put a pin in that. We'll we'll. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. upgrade up uh, activates the cloaking device, which is apparently is a an actual shield mm-hmm. that is sort of separate. It's not like directly attached to the ship. Yeah, there's like a, like a foot of separation between yeah. like this force shield. Yeah. So uh, also the camouflage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as it's uh decloaking, McKenna ducks. So he's un- he's in between the shield and the mm-hmm, ship. He- mm-hmm. He's in that space. Cool Cat jumps up, so he's on the outside of it. Yeah. And Bible Thumper gets his legs cleaved off, and he just he just falls to his death. <laughs> he just falls. And and again, it's like, is that funny? Is that a joke? I mean, because I chuckled, but I think I it was like a nervous laughter chuckle because I I wasn't sure if I was supposed to laugh at it or not. But well, I think you're supposed to feel something, but it's like he just dies so suddenly. Yeah. And he's supposed to be well, not a main character, but he's he's part of the main group. Right. And he doesn't have a he has a almost meaningless death. Mm-hmm. And and really just I mean, depending upon your point of view, you know, almost as a throwaway joke. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't know if that sequence is supposed to be a joke or not. Um, but yeah, it's like <laughs> but Again, like some of the visuals are kind of neat, and I I thought the the shield effect was if not, I mean, it was dumb for the plot, but at least it was kind of visually interesting. I thought it was kind of cool, yeah. uh, the effect, and and that it chops the dude's legs off for for reasons. Um, well, I just figured like it's like it's an energy field or something. Yeah, 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 and and again, it's well, no, not an energy field because you'd think. He McKenna would, and Cool Cat would go right through they, it or they'd something. They'd be fine, yeah. Yeah, it, it's solid in some way because, yeah, not only does his legs get chopped off, but he lands on it, which is now hard. It's a, The shield is a hard surface, and he slides off of it. Yeah, so um, so he, then then Cool Cat gets the idea of how to take the ship out. Mm-hmm. He kind of has a like a final smile. He's like, or he, sometimes like, Goodbye, smile. Yeah, yeah. It's like they have like a knowing look or something. Yeah, and he jumps into the ship's engine, and that fucks up. That fucks it up, and the ship crash lands. And then that's when Upgrade McKenna and Olivia Munn, they all have a final fight. <laughs> yeah, because okay, so yeah, a, a couple things on that. So this ship has traveled countless miles at this point because I mean you don't know how fast it's going, but it's going. Pretty quick. Um, I mean, fast enough for for what's his nuts to, you know, falls a significant dif- distance, you know, when he gets his legs chopped off. Uh, but uh, but another thing is like, okay, so if if a cool cat decides to jump in this engine, wouldn't shouldn't the engine be covered up with the same well, force field? I I don't think so because if it's a solid thing, mm-hmm. then there's nowhere for. Or the engine to push out air, or however it's getting thrust, it yeah. would just it would just go right into the shield and just kind of yeah. So I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I mean, it would make more sense, or if the ship cloaking device was like the cloaking device that the predators use for themselves. Yeah, it's just it's not a shield. It's just it, somehow it, makes them invisible. It's an effect. You know. It, you know. It bends light. Exactly. And yeah, so I mean, 
And, uh, oh my God, I just thought of something, and this is going to gonna tear us off topic uh, for a hot sec, but does, does McKenna actually do anything with the invisibility sphere that he made it a point to swallow and then later shit out? Does I he- think he used it to sneak in to the, uh, the crashed ship base. That's right. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, yeah so there I was totally that, forgot about that. Yeah, there was that whole sequence that, yeah, I just... So kinda, how he's able to use it from the ball, I don't know. It's pretty it's just, dumb. You're fucking with the Predator gear. Come on. Yeah, and you just intuitively know I mean, how it, to use it. I mean, if he had the gauntlet, I could buy that. Sure. Sure. But yeah, I mean, again, once again, all of this Predator tech just somehow works independently of itself. It's so dumb but yeah so so apparently olivia munn has the uh see i think that instead of the autistic son i think upgrade predator should really be going after olivia munn because homegirl's got straight up superpowers like i mean like we saw her well she is a a mutant that's true that's true (laughs) um uh you had looking looking very uncomfortable in that in that latex uh bathing suit they put her in in that shitty x-men movie don't watch that by the way uh but anyway no i mean like she can like leap from a building onto a moving bus um you know and 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 not fall off the bus yeah yeah and and here she has the one the ability to track them and then two the ability to catch up to them yeah that ship had to have gone quite a bit of ways yeah i mean at least a few miles i mean it's like and yeah i but not, but not only does she catch up our lobotomized predator dog show uh catches up with all of them yeah and i don't remember how this all works but he ate some predator gear at some point i think puked it up uh-huh and that's what they used to sever one of upgrades arms off yes. and, and thus immobilize him mm-hmm. for one of the dumbest fucking lines in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> so, so upgrades been defeated and he, he's kind of, he's all bloodied up and McKenna's just like, what in the hell are you? Call back to uh predator. Right. And before the predator can even answer, or he's about to answer, yeah. say something, McKenna just shoots him in the head. And he's like, shut the fuck up. It's like, Why? Why? I I would have been okay with one or the other, or one without the other, because no, like what, what what it could have been mm. is Olivia is the one that says what in the hell are you, and McKenna is the one that shoots him before he can say anything. Yeah, because he he's done with all the shit. He's he's impatient and all of that, and and dude, and that would track. See, you know. We keep saying that we can't fix this movie, but yet we keep finding little things here and there that, you know, had they done them, that would that would that would have actually worked. So um so yeah, so upgrade is dead and um you know, he, he uh, uh McKenna does like this weird thing where he he somehow collected all these artifacts from Yeah, they do this or or did Mun have them the whole time? I don't remember. I, who could know? Whoever who, had them, they they did a little tribute to their fallen comrades. Mm-hmm. And and correct me if I'm wrong, and I may be misremembering this, but is it like the same music cue as like in uh, Predator with uh, when Mac is talking about Blaine? He's there guarding his body, 
and you know that I, that that kind of vaguely memorial music. You I don't remember. I it's yeah. I I may be misremembering that, but I swear I heard at least like a note or two of that. Or maybe it was just in my imagination trying to fix this movie because that would have been okay if they actually did use that cue. It it would have been appropriate for what they were kind of trying to do, I guess. But I found the whole thing kind of dumb. Yeah. So that happens. <laughs> then we cut to uh, some military base. McKenna's wearing a, a dress uniform. Yeah. So presumably there's been some kind of time jump. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, it's and despite everything, he's now a part of this program to, or, or the Predator thing, I don't know, Stargazer, well, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so somehow he is um, not detained and jailed and possibly executed for all of his crimes and whatever, because, I mean, you go back to that. They were going to throw him on the bus with all of these other convicts and do whatever with them. All of that gets for uh, forgiven, I guess. So I, I guess they do then what they probably should have done in the beginning of the movie. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, I guess there's a version of it where, you know, like new leadership comes in and they're like, actually, you know, you know what it is, is basically they because the other thing that's established is that apparently his son is now their IT guy. That, that's what I was getting to next is that oh, sorry, also McKenna's son that. has a job. See, and I think it's the other way around. It's like it's it's because the son has a job. They're like, oh, yeah, well, you got to bring my dad along or something like that. Not not the other way around. Well, you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's it's just it's all. Why stupid. did they need their? Why do they need weaponized autism? <laughs> I, I guess apparently he's the only one that can read predator language. Yeah. Or predator. Uh, Writings, whatever. Yeah, he could read their language. He can operate their technology. Um, and it's just like, ugh, and he's got fine. superpowers. He's got fine, some- whatever. Just let's just finish this fucking movie. <laughs> so they have whatever. What they figured out that fugitive wanted to stop uh, the invasion and was going to give us something to fight off the invasion, right? Which. Establishes why we don't understand why Fugitive is our hero predator, because when he's captured, when he gets to Earth, he's obviously wanting to find people that are aware of his species, and he might be able to communicate with them to establish, hey, I'm here to help. Mm -hmm. And he gets captured by these very people he would want to find. Yeah. And instead of like, oh, damn, talk about good luck. (laughs) <laughs> he murders everybody. Everybody in his line of sight and in his path. And it just, I don't know. I wonder if he's just like, maybe maybe he's like 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 a, like a meth head or something like that to where it's like, he just can't help himself. He's like, oh man, I'm fiending, I'm fiending. I just, I just got to murder these people. It's like, well, he's so addicted to murder that he either can't, the, either he can't the, stay on message. <laughs> either that or he's such an egomaniac. He's like, I had this cool unveiling planned and you all fucking ruined it you ruined You're my all party dead. <laughs> yeah fuck you fuck you fuck you oh see Mun, he, you got a nice ass you're okay <laughs> no it's, yeah see he's he's uh he's an out of controlled bridezilla that's what it was it's like the, the they ruined my big day <laughs> but yeah so they they 
Because, yeah, he has like this giant novelty-sized gift box that he's he's somehow left for these knuckleheads. Yeah, they, they recover it because I think uh, Upgrade took that along. Because it was on the ship, or it was on Fugitive was- Ship, so when Fugitive Ship got destroyed, you'd think the gift would have been destroyed as well. You'd think so. Or... Or maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Something else. Something happened that they were able to find the gift. Yeah, they they open it up. Uh, I don't know if this happens before or after the uh, the gift opens, but McKenna's son figures out translates that it's called Predator Killer. Yeah, uh, yes. And I don't. I, I'm confused why the predators would refer to themselves as predator. I mean, according to uh, the EU, they have a name for themselves. Okay. Uh, for the life of me, I cannot pronounce it. And I'm not even going to try. Sure, sure. But so yeah, that that's already stupid. Why they would call it a predator killer? I don't know. Like, why would they make a weapon to kill themselves with? Well, wouldn't they make it hunter killer then? Because really, based upon its behavior, it's God more it. of a hunter than a predator. Hate this movie. Yeah. Hate the screenplay. So yeah, so yeah, there's apparently like an inscription on the side of the box on on the on the loot crate that they got. Yeah, so the crate opens this weird thing that's covered in black goo. Yes. I wonder if that's a reference to Prometheus at all. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh suddenly it latches onto one of the lab. Uh, tech guys. Yeah, well, it's kind of a slow buildup because it kind of like rises from the goo, and it's kind of like this vaguely spaceship-looking thing. It almost looks like 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 a, a Star Trek model thing, or like a model of like a Star Wars ship or something. It's like, ooh, and it just yeah, kind of floats there for a so, sec, so yeah. and then yeah, just very suddenly just latches onto this random and, tech, and, and just like uh, Tony Stark's Iron Man uh, suit in. Was it two? Yeah, the one he pulls out of the suitcase. I can't remember if it was. It looked like that or the nano suit in uh, in uh, Infinity War. Oh yeah, sure. Either I, I'm almost positive it was more like the nano suit. Yeah. But anyway, it attaches to the guy and it and it expands. It covers the entire body of the dude, and it's an Iron Man Predator suit. <laughs> it's even got like chain link dreads on it, and, and, and it just... like multiple plasma casters. It's like. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> or whoever came up with this. Fuck you. This thing looks so dumb. It looks so dumb. And and, and, how, and how is one of those going to defeat an entire invading force of predators? Who could know? But but we know that this this poor tech, like you know, he's kind of like panicking a little bit. He's like, I don't know what's happening. Do 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 do. You know what have been even better is if like in his being derpy and stuff like all the plasma cannons start going off and he just like starts wrecking the facility and murdering people and stuff you but know that, like, that would even make less sense because that, that thing was supposed to be a gift to help us not kill us <laughs> well, i don't know based upon fugitives behavior oh, right, right. i mean i mean dude just loves killing people he can't help it so yeah he's a meth head so mckenna 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 whatever yeah him too he, he's all like that's my. I hope it comes in a forty-two wide, forty-two long, forty-two long, or whatever. Exactly. Like, first, I don't buy you that your chest is that big, <laughs> right? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, forty-two. I mean, we're we're that's like Arnold size. I mean, that's like yeah, nor- normal humans that you know may or may not be you know that that don't aren't really built. That's like thirty-four, maybe. Yeah. So, and that's the end of the movie. 
Yeah, and <laughs> like it, it, it's totally the, that ending is just like the ending for uh, Independence Day two and Pacific Rim two, where it's like we're gonna kick some alien ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like no, this oh you ruined ah yeah. It's so bad. It's like, what is that? I mean, they even have the dumb line of dialogue where, like, this poor intern is trapped in this Iron Man suit, and they're like, what is that? And, like, you know, it, it like, peels off of him and goes back into the gauntlet and just, like, floats there. He's like, hey, that's that's my new suit. I hope it comes in for too long. It's just, and, like, oh. yeah, it's, it, it's terrible. But as we come to find out, that was one of three endings. The whole reason why we're here to begin with. Yes. Because <laughs> we made it two so, hours in. So that was, uh, as uh, Red Letter Media would refer to uh, something, it was the best of the worst. Yes. <laughs> it, here are the other two. Okay. The first one that was revealed, or I guess ending number two that was revealed, mm-hmm. it was going to be a person in that uh, in the gift box. And they, they would have a breathing apparatus on them. They had a, not actual movie footage, but a pic- Fo- photos. Photos of it. Yeah, so like some of like the prop masters yeah, but, and... But these endings were filmed. Yes. Both of them. Now, and actually, let, let me uh, let me stop us for just a quick sec. Is And this is where I was getting confused because I thought there were like three alternate endings and I got all mixed up about that. Wasn't one of the endings supposed to involve... Arnold Schwarzenegger reprising I, his role as Dutch. I don't know if that's a rumor or not, but I think the original idea was Dutch would be the gift. Right. Or, and he turned it down. Or, right, because like the role wasn't large enough for something like that. Yeah, at least like according that. to Wiki, uh, Shane was in talks with Arnold to mm-hmm. reprise his role, and Arnold turned it down because the role was too uh, short. Got it. So that like that was probably the ending they had in mind, but when Arnold declined, they they you know retooled the ending. So like that was never that was probably never fully written and was certainly never filmed. Which is why I think these endings, one of the, these three endings, were last minute ditch mm-hmm. or some. It, it couldn't have been when they were originally writing the movie because no way they could have come up with something this stupid. No, or it, or at least the two the the two that didn't make the cut. Because, so yeah, the uh, the first one that was revealed, it was a, a per- person in the pod with a weird breathing apparatus on it, and there was a close up of the name tag on the person's uh, shirt, mm-hmm. Ripley. Right, and do you want to talk about this uh, breathing apparatus a little bit? Because yes, yes, because... there's been plenty of other footage of or photos of this breathing apparatus. Mm-hmm. It has the Wayland Utani logo on it. Yep. Which makes no goddamn sense because the uh, at least within the AVP or even the alien mythology, right? The merger between Wayland and Utani had not happened yet, right? I mean that's like way in the far flung future. Yeah. So, so obviously, uh, if you see the photo, it's obvious by looking at the figure. It's a woman. Yes. And at first, when you first hear this or us talking about it, you think. What uh, does, uh, a a an ancestor of R- Ellen Ripley is, is that what they were going with? No, <laughs> no. A- according to the, the uh, information that came along with these photos, yeah, it was Ellen Ripley. Yep, time travel. They even mentioned Sigourney Weaver's character, but it was someone else playing or sitting in for 
for Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, because like the the actress. I mean, so like you know, like the actress has like you know curly dark hair and stuff like that, and really, you, from what I understand from what they shot, you don't see the actual actress. You just see like the name tag and stuff, and and the breathing apparatus, oh. and that's kind of like the 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 cliffhanger. I on. did forget. Uh, also, the breathing apparatus it originally was supposed to look like a mechanized face hugger. Well, and it still kind of does, but like, I mean, but they it, got rid of the tail part. That's what. Yeah, and so like, and like I read an interview. Like I, I don't. I, oh gosh, maybe like on Film Thread or something like that, where they talked to uh, this prop master that released some of these photos and said, yeah, like originally it was, it had like a tail and like it, well, like the tail acted like, like a, like a hose for the breathing apparatus and actually kind of like, it, it was basically, as you said, like basically a, a mechanized face hugger. And even in this finalized version, it still kind of has that aesthetic to it. Yeah. It's kind of a neat looking prop, but and again, for the wrong type of movie. For the yeah, exactly. And so yeah, it's like so basically we're saying that the predator killer is Ellen Ripley. Yeah, so like so So this is and, short bus stupid. Like they're they're being politically incorrect there. <laughs> but, uh, uh the no, I don't think even in the EU or any of the comics, Ellen Ripley had any engagement with Predators. Sure. Uh, but also, here's the problem. The Predator movies, they all, each one took place in modern time. Right. The Alien movies take place in the, I want to say the 22nd century. Something like that, a far-flung future. And, and with each installment, they get further and further ahead due to, like, hypersleep. Yeah. Because, like, doesn't, like... Isn't isn't Ripley in hypersleep for like a hundred years or uh, something between, like that? Uh, between Alien and Aliens, she's lost in space and she's asleep. She was in hypersleep for fifty some odd years. Oh, fifty years. Okay, still a really long time. But and I, I think there's you know uh, other. But anyway, yeah. So um, so according to that ending, or the only way that ending can make sense is if the Predators have time travel technology, <laughs> which I don't think was established anywhere ever. I cannot think of a single comic or video game where yeah. the Predators traveled through time. I, I just, I can't stop laughing because it's, uh, you know, I'm just imagining Predators in time. Time traveling Predators. You know, maybe we get to like see an adventure in like the 1700s. Well, we, like, we, <laughs> well, we, we do have that stuff in comics, but it's not sure, because it's, the Predators time traveled. It's just, that was just a, a Predator showing up in that time frame to hunt. Yeah, because they're they're so you know incredibly aged and and you know as we as we talked about earlier, but um, so yeah, so so that's all kinds of stupid. So that's uh, reveal number one, and I was just kind of like anticipating number two because like, could they possibly get any dumber? <laughs> and they they succeeded. Oh my god! And and what what was the the distance between the two reveals? Maybe what like a week? About okay. Because I I remember you and I were were tweeting back and forth. It's like oh this is so dumb. Oh we may have to talk about this you know on a future podcast. Yeah, and, so <laughs> so reveal two number comes along, and it, again it's a person in the pod. Yeah. But without the breathing apparatus, and it's supposed to be Newt. No, see, I thought she still had the breathing apparatus. Well, there, there are shots of her without it. Right, because, like, I'm sorry, I'm trampling all over you. Go ahead. I, well, maybe she has it and she she wakes up. Unlike, because you can't do that with Ripley, because it would be obvious that it's a totally different actress. Right. 
but with Newt, you can get away with that. Well, yeah, because like apparently she's an adult. Yes, this is a, oh, that's another thing. It's an adult Newt. Yeah, and like so, there's there's like a computer readout like above her head that says like like Sarah Newton or some. some... I, I think it had like her real name, like Rebecca or something like that. Yeah, okay, that whatever it was, it was whatever like... it had, it confirmed that's supposed to be Newt. <laughs> so, so at some point between <laughs> Aliens and Alien Three. <laughs> The predators show up and capture a child or a, a, a young Newt because Newt died in Alien Three. Right. It's just like, oh. so okay, you out stupid yourself, <laughs> and, and that's when it's like, oh, oh, we gotta talk about this now. I mean, there's no going back because this is just it, it's it is next level stupid. I mean, it's just like I I'm flabbergasted how stupid it was, yeah. and it's just. Oh, if you were desperate for uh, callbacks, you could you could have gone well. You could have gone with Dutch, but instead of having it be Arnold, do the same thing you did with Ripley, but have somebody that has the same build as Arnold. Yeah, and have a breathing apparatus. Well, and we made some remarks about you know Arnold showing up in like you know that that god awful uh, uh, Terminator Genesis movie. Yeah, because he's he's not he won't turn down a bad role. Right, so you get you get the the same actor that portrayed young Arnold. You know, you just do that. You got somebody with like a similar body type or something. But I mean, but but you could do the same gag. You know, you don't even need that much. You you could do the Ripley gag where it's just like he's got like a flight suit and he's got a name tag that says Dutch on it, or dog tag, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not saying that's good. It's it's better than. Ripley, Newt, or the Iron Man suit. Yeah, well, well, okay, so here's what... So how about if Arnold shows up in the Iron Man suit? It's like, he walks up, clank, clank, clank. He, he like he like does a Tony Stark thing, he hits a thing on it, mask flips up, it's Arnold. Oh, that, <laughs> or... That'd be or, stupid, that or, would be stupid. Or... Clank, clank, clank! You know the 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 Iron Man comes out, uh, flip, flip, flip. Uh, mask comes up. It's a Gorney Weaver. <laughs> Considering Sigourney has come out or has publicly stated she does not like the AVP idea. Yeah, she she I I would be like, how much did they pay you? Uh, yeah, because I remember she hated the idea of aliens versus predators. Sure. And, yeah. Well, or. Or another thing you could, or callback you could do that would work better sure. than what we've got. You, you could have convinced uh, Adrian Brody to reprise his role as Royce from Predators, because at least you could justify Royce is trapped on that uh, gaming preserve planet, so maybe the Predators snatched him up. Yeah, yeah. You could make a you make a pretty solid argument for like you know he's in Predator custody. Yeah, you know, and like you know, he could be an asset or something like that, and especially like who knows what span of time has passed since the events of Predators to now. So you know, maybe like again, it, it's dumb, but you throw him in that Iron Man suit, you know? Well, and no, I would not have the Iron Man suit at all. I I know, I know, uh, it was just, but I'm not gonna let it go because it's so dumb. They I, made it. <laughs> I just—it's not my fault. You know, I'm based just, on based on all this stuff that came out. Yeah, I'm probably going to be alone in saying this, but in hindsight, the MCEU or the MCU was a mistake it, because of its influence. Okay, well, that's because everything has to be connected. 
that's that's a slippery slope I, though. If we if I know I'm alone in saying that, but it's like God, yeah, yeah, you ruined Predator. Well, see, and and I I can I can agree with you on that, and I I I'm on board with you about like you know uh you know fruits of a rotten tree that kind of thing, but I don't know if that blame goes at. Well, well I blame Marvel because. They've done it successfully. Yeah, made tons of money. So, and Hollywood being Hollywood, it when they see a trend, they yeah. follow it and they until it's dead. Yeah. See, and and that's where the blame goes. It, it's the whole. It's the Hollywood machine. Well, I I, I, I think. Well, I place the blame on the MCU because they're the catalyst. They're the ones that showed it can work. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're you're correct in all that. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it's not, it's not Marvel's fault that the DC movies are, are such shit. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, I, I, I get your point. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's so, and that's the predator. <laughs> um, Eight, yeah. $88 million to make and it worldwide. It only, it made, uh, 160. Yeah. Right. 160.5. Yeah, one million and sixty thousand. It's just you didn't make half of your. I mean, it didn't half of the. It, it didn't even double its uh, prop. Right, right. But, but even when you break it down, it's, it's domestically it made fifty one million. Right, which is nothing. Yeah, that 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 that's a flop. Mm-hmm. And China couldn't save it. China, because in the foreign market, China yes made the mo- or it made the most money there, but. China only made uh, thirty-one million, so it did worse in China than it did in the United States. Yeah, and that's that's something. That's uh, oof. Are you ever gonna watch this movie again? Like I said uh, when we were originally talking about, the only way I would possibly get get or watch this movie is if Twentieth Century Fox put out the put out a anthology set like they've done with Alien. Yeah, and that and I'd only be getting that for the first two movies because I already have. Uh, predators on Blu-ray, right? And then there also also have to be a lot of new features that I can't get elsewhere, like alternate cuts, stuff like that. Right, right. Because I mean, I I wonder sometimes with as bad as this is, I wonder if it is kind of like a seeing is believing. Yeah, but, I'm not saying it's so bad it's good because it's not. It's terrible. No, it, it yeah. I would not recommend this to anybody. Okay, gotcha. Because I mean, like, like for me, it's like it's it's. I I would recommend AVPR before I recommend this movie. (laughs) This AVPR, I said it before and I'll say it again, was a better Predator movie than the Predator. As bad as AVPR was, it got the Predator right. Yeah, and it's got some fun to it. Yeah, yeah. Again, some of the some of the kills are pretty cool, and I I like the super bleak ending. It's like yeah. I, I like that they, the, you know, that they went for it there and nuked that whole town. I mean, just just the way the predator acts, behaves. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's in line with everything we've seen before in the the EU. Yeah, and 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 for me at least, not being the the fully versed super fan is I, I'm I'm for me it, it's it's the intersection of potential expectations and disappointment. Because like it's got the pedigree there. I mean, you're you're bringing in Shane Black, you're bringing in Fred Decker. It's like you know this, yeah. And you're giving them, you know, eighty eight million dollars, which you know is, I think, is enough to make a decent movie of this kind. And for it to swing that far and be so bad, that that's it's well, it's just 
That's what makes it so disappointing for well, me. I just don't know what happened because uh, this movie was announced in 2014. Yeah. They, they, they had four years to write a good story. Yeah, and, and you know, again, there, I mean, there's... Did it have the same problem that Alien Three had, where it was just too many, like too many directors and writers trying to con- come up with stories, and then the studio getting involved? Well, I actually, I I think it's the other direction. I think what 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 killed Alien Three, obviously, was studio interference. I think this goes the other direction. I think I think seriously, Fox just left Shane Black the hell alone. They're just like, yeah, do whatever, man, do whatever. You know, we we trust you, whatever. Even to the point where after those test screenings and he's like, Hey man, can I um can I can I refilm the uh the the entire third act of this movie? Yeah, sure. Go go ahead I, and go do that. No, that's fine. I, I don't have a basis for this theory, mm. but I think whoever was in charge at twentieth century Fox was just looking at that this movie was coming out shortly before the uh Disney acquisition. And was, yeah. and was just kind of like, you know what? We're just going to get one last little laugh. And just r- kill everything. <laughs> Salt the earth. Because <laughs> it's the only way that makes sense to me. Right. <laughs> God, this clip goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because, yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense to me is that yeah. 20th Century Fox must have been like, Disney's. we're going to give Disney a dead product or yeah. a dead franchise because this movie, just because of how badly it did the box office, this is a franchise killer. Absolutely, I, I think so, and I think I think we'll have to leave it there for uh, for now uh, with regards to the Predator. Um, got a couple minutes Ooh, left. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so in the in the couple minutes we've got left, do you do you have do you have more clips that that uh, that you I wa- that have you a want- lot? I have a lot. Oh, <laughs> well, um, really quick. Uh-huh. After uh, Predator, the Predator came out and watched it, I, yes. I saw it opening weekend. I, I don't know about you, but uh, I I was so desperate to cleanse the palate because uh-huh. this movie was so fucking awful. Yeah. Like, I was re-watching all the, every movie that involved the Predator, including the AVP movies, mm-hmm. reading, rereading some comics, still wasn't enough. I got so desperate, I turned to something with a bad rap. Do you recognize not at all. No. It's the title song for the NES Predator game. Oh, okay. I was like, I got so desperate. I was like, just just kind of scrolling through eBay. He's like, you know, I'm going to buy the NES game. I need, there I need more palate cleansing. <laughs> That's a fun game though, right? I, I never had it, but um, but I had a buddy of mine that, that had it when, uh, it, when it we were kids. To- it got torn apart by uh, Angry Video Game Nerd when he, when he was doing a video about 
Schwarzenegger games. Oh, okay. But it's actually not a bad game. It's just balls hard. Yeah. But but yeah, I was like, just so desperate for a palate cleansing. I was picking up everything, anything and everything, even if it has a bad rap to it. Yeah. And it's just like, God damn it. <laughs> All right, what else, what else you got? Because uh, I, I, I couldn't find a way to use this from Predator 2. Uh, let's see. Another one from Predator 2. I didn't quite get a good... Mm-hmm. Well, this this sums up, this could probably sum up the entire movie. Mm. Shit happens. Yep. Uh, let's see. I, I used Billy's laugh. Yep. I love this. This one's just perfect for you. Uh-huh. You let me down, Mike. You're making me look bad. <laughs> so you could probably isolate that and use it somehow. Oh yeah, you, you gotta hang on to that for like you know, like like those times that like we disagree on stuff or something. That, that's uh, that's evergreen. You know, I'm surprised I didn't use this a lot because the trailer for the Predator overused it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that was like that was everywhere. You couldn't get away from that nonsense. Uh, what's the matter? Pushing too many pencils. <laughs> that could probably describe the entire uh, ragtag crew. Yep. Oh, God damn it. You might have to edit this, mm. but it was just a... I had a... God, I totally forgot how... I, I had this idea of how to use it, and uh-huh. I totally forgot how to use it. When we were uh, talking about the uh, introduction of our ragtag crew. Oh, yeah. I was going to be like, you know, these guys, they need some chewing tobacco. <laughs> because... Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. <laughs> oh, Jesse. <laughs> Get Jesse. B- things you... Once again, things you cannot do today. Nah. <laughs> oh, and here's a classic. Mm. <laughs> Unleash old painless on this movie. Yep. Here we go. Oh. I mean, is there a better bit of sound design in any action movie ever? I mean, it's like this Predator is the the action movie. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Either that or Commando. Sure. It just keeps going. I love it. <laughs> oh, Bill Duke. <laughs> Don't ever change. Oh, my God. Mm. And Bill just still in shock of everything. Just better character moments than anything in The Predator. Yeah. Mm. That's really it. Very good. All right. Well, I know we had a a couple other things that that we were going to talk about in uh, the future, but I am out of time. We, uh, um, I need to pack up and head out. So we will, we will have to uh, schedule for a different day to talk about the Ghostbusters. We should probably get Dave in on that. 
Yeah, because I think he's, uh, um, I would imagine he's salty about it too. And I would imagine when we get together in the future, maybe there will be a little more released other than um, a a teaser trailer that I think they somebody had in their back pocket this whole time and some angry tweets from Leslie Jones. So, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, that's, that's really all we've got uh, currently in terms of the... Uh, I, well, I just have to say one thing quickly, course, yeah. really quickly about yeah. Leslie Jones. She's she's salty about this new Ghostbusters movie because it apparently completely ignores the 2016 movie. Right. And I can't remember word for word, but she was saying this is something Trump would do. Yeah. Now, here's the problem. You're trying to make Trump look bad, but if you're trying to say that the president, if the president could make Ghostbusters 3 happen, that's supposed to be make him look bad. You're making him look good. Saying that he, I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ! If the president could make Ghostbusters three happen, and and wipe twenty sixteen out of our memory, thumbs up. (laughs) I don't know. It's 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 a dumb app I have on my phone. It's it's pretty dumb. So yeah, yeah, we gotta get. I, on it. I like that idea. I think, like, you know, we'll wait a wait a um, another bit of time, see if more information comes out, and then, yeah, get Dave involved in that. And I think uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. So, um, Killing Spree, thank you very much for joining me on this uh, salty journey. Uh, where, uh, how could folks get a hold of you on the internet? I'm on Twitter at Late Night Death. Very cool. And uh, and I am uh, Mike Seibert. You can find me at Mike Seibert Radio. And for Mike Seibert Radio, my name is Mike. I'm Killing Spree. And until next time, make good choices. Or better, or not, one's not as bad as the Predator. There you go. That, that, that'll, di- that'll do it. And one, one more time for funsies. BTFO'd, motherfucker. <laughs> Bye. And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my KGRG College radio shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, and on iTunes, or wherever you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MikeSybertRadio and write into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And again, that spelling is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, just the way it sounds. Join us Friday, March 15th at Hard Rock Seattle for Cracklefest 9 featuring Word Burglar, Megathruster, and of course, the pioneers of nerd rock Kirby Crackle. I will be your host that night, and I hope to see you all out there. Emerald City Comic Con presents Cracklefest 9, A Night of Nerd Rock. For more information, including ticket info, videos, music, blogs, and more, check out KirbyCracklemusic.com. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. My name is Mike, and until next time... Make it choices. Got sound bites for days. Hey, very good. Well, I I saw that you had your uh, uh, key there, so I, yeah, I wasn't. I was like, I think I think Spree's got some sound effects this time around. Yeah, I was rewatching uh, Predator and Predator Two just for sound bites. Oh, very good. Uh, let's see. So, bring it up. Where is it? Here. Burp, 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 burp. Come on, motherfucker! 
Oh, this is going to get goofy. I love it. Yeah, I mean, anything to to throw some extra extra meat on this uh on this uh on this bone here. Wow, this thing actually made 160 million dollars. That's interesting. Huh. Out of a budget of what? 88 or <laughs> or at least according to the wiki over here. And in fact, actually, I'm oh. surprised that this number is as high as it is. Um huh. that that's got to be that's got to be global. Um, uh, let me pull up the box office mojo. They usually perfect. have it broken down. Yeah, they have it broken down pretty good generally. Oh, yeah. This movie made it most of its money uh, outside the United States. Domestic, it was uh, $51 million. Oh, th- there it is. Okay. Yeah, because nobody went to go see this movie. Looks like China's the big one. <laughs> China. Because it made uh, $31 million in China alone. Holy shit, really? So wow. it did worse over there than it did here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's still a lot though. Thirty-one million dollars for this. Uh, for this. Uh, for well, fifty-one's this. a lot. <laughs> that's fair. That's a really good point. Because yeah, again, you put it all together, it's like hundred and sixty point five million dollars. Good, good gravy. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, it's one of those few big box office movies that seem where. Our, Critics and audiences both feel the same about it. Yeah, that's a rarity. That that's that's definitely a rarity because it's like, yeah, no, I mean this is universally a a uh, pile of crap. Uh, oh, according to Wiki, uh, Shane was talking to Arnold about reprising his role, but he declined due to the role being short. Oh, interesting. Because I, I was gonna say if it's bad if he turned it down because it was bad why did he sign on for terminator genesis yeah yeah um well because i i would imagine then um that it would be that same role that we saw in the other alternate endings right so like he would be like in the in the cocoon thing and you take off the the goofy breather mask and it's arnold as mm-hmm. as Dutch, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's well. That wouldn't make any sense. That wouldn't make any goddamn sense. Um. In fact, really, how? <clears throat> so so I guess the only way that you could write that to make sense within the confines of like you know we're working at like this weird, vaguely military facility. And instead of them going into the room and seeing like the coffin thing and then like the Iron Man suit comes out or Ripley comes out or Newt comes out instead of all that Arnold, I guess, just kind of walks in and he'd be like, let's go kick some alien ass or something, something equally dumb like that. I just I I don't I just I I don't see any world where that would be appealing uh, to Arnold. Um, cause yeah, I mean, it, oh damn, you know, I don't want to get down this, uh, speculation rabbit hole, but, um, but I mean, again, there could be a version of this where you bring in Arnold and say like, I don't know, somewhere in the third act and let him be Arnold. Like here, I come to help you or some, or some shit like that. I, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I can't fix this movie because it's, it's just, it it's just fucking garbage. <laughs> It sure is.